What's up, everybody? It's the best show. How are you tonight here? The first week of September. How you doing, Mike? It's good. Good. It's good that you're good. Tonight on the best show, we talk about Going back to school, that's right, going back to school. Everybody's doing it these days. And we're going to talk about when you went back to school and that knot in your stomach and when you wanted to throw up and you're worried that you're going to get somebody's going to knock your block off. All that. Plus, plus, I'm burying the lead. we got Claire O'Kane is going to be in studio. Our friend Claire O'Kane, who's got a very funny album out now that we'll talk about called Let It Be. Later in the show, the phone number 201-332-3484 if you want to get in on the action. In the meantime, I want to tell you this, and I want to tell you that it is time for you and yours to gather around and listen to the best show. Here we go, everybody. Let's do it. Right? You ready? Are you ready to do it? Are you ready for the best show? Are you ready for the best show? That's what I should have done. Ugh. Where's my meatball soundtrack? Mike, get my meatball soundtrack. Yeah. 
up, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the best show. Three hours of mirth, music, and mayhem, as we once said. Best podcast in the land. The best show. I've heard so many of them, and so many of them are not so good. What's going on tonight, everybody? I hope you're all having a nice time as August becomes September. Tonight on the show, Claire O'Kane will be in studio. We'll also have uh, be talking about going back to school and all that. Everything that goes along with that. What did we just hear? You like that song, Mike? Yeah, well, let me tell you about that. I've never rooted against a record more than this record. This band's called Manhattan Murder Mystery, right? Name of the record is Dumb. Name of that song is Dumb. The title track, Dumb, by Manhattan Murder Mystery. So I get a package at the... The best show, uh, a post office box. I have to wait online to get the package because it's an article too large for the box. So I wait on this really long line. Get this package. Oh, what's this? I don't know what this is. Why do I sound like Jay Leno? Oh, I don't know what this is. Right? Anybody see this, uh... By the way, Jay Leno on on WTF. That is a weird that is a weird ride, man. That one. This dude. I'll tell you, if you started graphing out the things he's saying, he's all over the map. He's blending years together. I don't know what's going on. I think he's weaving some kind of some kind of tale. Every every story always has to Involves somebody who's no like no longer alive. Like that was me and uh, I was with Freddie Prince. You wearing this? It's like okay, you and Freddie Prince. Okay, sure. But I'll say this: this is a this is a trick, man. Look, is he terrible? Yeah, he's terrible. He's the worst. He's not funny. I mean, he was funny at one point. Not so hot now, man. But I'll say this. And I, lo- I love uh, Conan and O'Brien show for so long. I'll say this. Get this Harvard guy. And, this, and then this meathead. Everybody sided against the meathead just because he's not... Uh, look, yeah, he's not as funny. I get it. You gotta give some points to the meathead. Meatheads gotta grab jobs when they see him. Meatheads see work, they gotta grab the work. Even if they can't get the, out of their heads that they got enough now. Meatheads gotta grab it. In the meathead versus Harvard battle, I gotta, I gotta side with meatheads. I gotta side with meatheads. How about you, Mike? Yeah, I, I, I got a root for, uh, for some, uh, 
guy who's who's gonna who's gonna be uh, reprimanding his uh, his ascot uh, uh, his ask his, his ascot launder, uh, launderer. I saw they got a root. Look, and I'm not rooting for Jay Leno. I'm not rooting against the Conan. Right? I just it's a weird dynamic, man. It's weird. Something. It's something to think about. Meathead had a shot at a thing. Meathead grabbed it. Not pro Jay Leno. I'm not anti Conan. But I understand the plight of the Meathead. You get it, Mike. You're out there. And look, also, this guy, Mike, I've mentioned him too much already in the show. Because, trust me, it's going to be nauseating soon. He walks in. It's the first thing I see. He's got that dumb calendar in his hand. The dumb prototype of the calendar. And guess what, everybody? It's it's on sale now at apmike.bandcamp.com, right? It's up there now. Get your calendar orders in. The 2019 AP Mike calendar. And it's got all sorts of artwork. Jeff T. Owens did art for it. You know, Jeff. Jeff does the Best Show logo. But yeah, you got AP Mike. He's got uh, he's got this thing, uh, this dumb calendar. I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna puke in by after a while when I see this calendar, and it's great. It's not just the usual thing you'd think you'd get from a calendar. It's not a picture of him uh, going down a slide in the in the park. Yeah, it's not it's not him uh, on a seesaw. Now, there's some artistry in this thing. APMike.bandcamp.com. Enough of that though. Enough. Seriously. Enough of this dumb calendar. Yeah, oh, the record Manhattan murder mystery. So, I'm online at the post office. I get this huge box. I go home. I open it. It all of this styrofoam pours out. First thing happens, all the styrofoam pours out. The peanut packing peanuts all over the place. And the thing's covered with tape and you got packing peanuts which creates a, like an electrical uh situation where the peanuts are sticking everything now. Now they're all uh supercharged and it's a giant mess. All over the place. And what's in the thing? I unwrap all this plastic and tape and all that to get to what is wrapped up in this box. What is this going to be? What is it? Oh, it's a, it's like a, 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 a little four pack or six pack of Gene Simmons soda. With this CD tape to the top and a note saying, hey, I thought I'd get your attention with this, uh, Thing. And you know what? I 
I had to clean up the peanuts. I'm picking the thing up. I'm spending an hour on this dumb package now. I said to myself, oh, I want to hate this CD so bad. I want to hate it. But you know what? I can't hate it. It was good. Oh, it's good. Manhattan murder mystery. Dumb. on Midlana Records. Boy, I wanted to hate it because of the mess that, 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 that this guy made in my house. But you know what? You got my You did it. You got my attention. You could have sent it in an envelope. Would have also would have been a package I could have gotten. Uh, yeah. But you know what? You did it. You bastard. You got my attention. Check that out. Who's good here, Mike? What's that now? Line two. Line two. Let's go to line two. Best show, hi. Hello, Tom. This is Superboard oh. Stormman. Who's this now? Superboard Stormman. Superboard Stormman? Storm. You know, as environment storm. Superboard st- What? Storm. Storm. Stormman. Stormman. Superboard Stormman? Stormman. Storm. Storm is a hurricane. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Superboard Stormman. Right. That's right, Tom. Tom, I would like to know something. Yeah, what's Do you know Avalanche Bob? Uh, yes, he calls the shows on occasion, yes. Okay, now here's the story. I am broadcasting through quantum geometry through intergalactic communications. Now the thing is that, Tom, this guy, I don't know how he found out about me. I'm on Twitter. And nobody is supposed to know about me. Oh, by the way, I saved your planet yesterday from an attack from the Saturian's world of mudlocks. They tried to attack your world. I had to fight them off with a small hurricane, a small twister, and a small blizzard. Now, you see, I control the environment, and I'll tell you how this happened. I was superboarding one day, and what happened is this little snowstorm called, little uh, storm, I'm sorry, called Ellie came, and she said, I love you. I'm going to help you fight evil. So what happened is that Ellie gives me my powers, and there, I am one of two superheroes on my planet. The other one, and that's the man. Oh, by the way, superheroes are coming to your planet. What's that now? Superheroes will be coming to your planet. Superheroes will be coming to our planet. Very soon. Okay. Tell me more because, about these superheroes. Well, uh, you have some of them on your uh, television, I believe, or your communications. There's something called the Flash, Superman, something like that. I don't know that those heroes will come, but there will be other superheroes coming. Other ones. Because uh, because people are waking up and coming out of what they call the matrix of box, and that is thinking. And people are thinking things like this into into existence, like people have brought evil things into existence. Now, we have to fight evil, so... 
on my planet, uh, what the, the Saturians that, that were, uh, a group, uh, that are music musicians, uh, they have uh, a thing they're called mudlocks. Now this thing tried to attack your planet the other day, and my little superstorm Ellie and me, we had to fight it off to save your world. Well, thank you for your heroism. I appreciate You're it. You're quite welcome, Tom. Now, listen, uh, uh, if you want to check me out, there's something about me on Twitter. Yeah, and, yeah well, uh, where can we do that? I am, um, uh, as I said, the other his, uh, superhero on my world is Astro Man. Astro uh, Man. Astro Man, yes. Okay. He went to sleep one night and woke up with superpowers. It's well, what's really, he made of AstroTurf? Yeah, he went into the Astro Galaxy, okay. Astro World. And um, he had a lot of adventures to tell about in the ah, future. Okay, okay. I believe maybe someday somebody will write a comic book or something about me and him. Tom, listen, you have a great night. And uh, you too. Have you? Thank what, you for one of to the me. heroes has arrived. Uh, I'm being told Kirkland Man is here. Yes, I believe he is. Yes, he is one of the first. Yeah. What is his powers now? AP Mike uh, was bitten by a can of Kirkland Light. And then oh, transformed into he's half fantastic. man. He's half man. How is man, he going to use his powers? Uh, oh, I don't know. You might just see him. You might just see him on the West Side Highway, sleeping on a bench. Oh. Well, uh, Tom, it's been very nice talking to you, and I believe maybe Avalanche Bob will call you next week okay, and explain well, more. Gee, Have a great crossed, night, Tom. Fingers crossed. Oh, you too, uh, um, uh, vacation man or whatever it was. Good. I can fall asleep now. I actually can fall asleep a bit. He actually is putting me to sleep. He's putting me to sleep. Starting to fall asleep. Thank you, Astro Man, for giving me the gift of rest. Now I can finally sleep. No! There's no sleep. It's the best show. Guy almost got me under his power. No, what's up, everybody? Best show, hi. Hey, what's happening? Yeah? Yeah. To whom am I speaking? This is Matt in Buffalo. Matt, what's going on in Buffalo? Oh, you know, just beating the heat, staying cool. Love it. Where are you at? Where are you at? The bus bus depot? What do you got going on there in the background? Uh, Oh, I got you on a VHS tape. The carpetbaggers. Okay. But uh, I went in the other room. Is this better? That's all right. It's better now. What's what's going on? What what makes you call? Um, well, it's fall, back to school season. Yeah, you going back to school? Yeah. Just like two courses, though. Okay, what school? UB. And what are you studying now? Literary arts. Literary arts, like what are you going to do? You read a book now or something? Yeah, we're just reading books, doing reviews. 
What book you got to read first? Do you know? Uh, I just finished his book, Satri, which is for the class, and Mike Mike knows it. What book is it? Satri. Yeah, I know what that is. You don't think I know? Okay. You think I'm dumb? Right? No, I think you're probably pretty well read. I don't know what your taste well, I'm not, are. I'm not. I'm not. But uh, I'm not dumb. Who Who is that by against Salman? Rush? I'm on the borderline, so forgive me. Who wrote that, Mike? Who? The guy who did Justified. Mike said Max Headroom wrote it. Now that yeah, was you a, seen Justified? Yeah, I watched a few seasons of it. I liked it. Same, same guy. All right, goodbye. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom, how's it going? Oh, it's going good. To whom am I speaking? This is Ryan in Willow Grove, Pennsylvania. You got to push know? that dude's calls now, Mike. Mike, they're making those calls. That call actually made me sleepy. Not you, uh, young man. <laughs> I was a little worried there for a second. Identify you. What's what's uh, what's going on now? What was your name again? Sorry. Uh, Ryan. Ryan, what's going on, Ryan? Uh, not too much. I so Mike said the topic was back to school. What what specifically are you looking for? Stories about like the uh, first couple me. days of you school tell, or you tell school me. stories? You tell me. You tell me. What's that? What's that um, invoking you? <laughs> I, I, I didn't call necessarily with one for the topic, but I do have sort of a gross school story from what happened. I guess it was probably pretty early in the school year. Yeah, let's hear it. So my elementary school, um, the third grade, we had uh, like modulars in the back of the school. Basically, is where they held all of the third grade classes. They're basically trailers. We call them modulars. So the bathroom was in the classroom. So basically, everyone knew who was in the bathroom at all times. Uh huh. And I, and I, one of the first days, like walked in on a kid uh, in flagrante delicto and had to pivot right around, um, and like immediately turn back to my desk. So in doing that, I, I made the entire classroom aware that I had just walked in on someone uh, using the facilities. For and uh, as he walked out, he he, he walked around to like thirty two. Uh, pairs of eyeballs. Well, that's a horrifying situation. Yeah, and it, it happened more than once during the year. I mean, I did that probably on the third day, and uh, it happened more than once. But uh, and who you know. who's responsible for the layout of this place? I, I guess there was no other solution besides having like a whole single trailer full of toilets, which I guess they probably weren't going to do. Excuse me, toilets. Um, yeah. They weren't going to do a trailer full of tur- turlets. <laughs> what I really called about, though, is you had a tweet um, like half an hour ago about A Star is Born, uh, about my hometown boy, uh, Bradley Cooper's film. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think I tweeted about that. You said, uh, I think, like, if you think about it, um, Bradley Cooper really wrote and directed a remake of A Star is Born. No, that's not me. I didn't write that. Oh, am I wrong? Yeah. Oh, I will. Well, get off my phone. Oh, miscredited tweets. Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. It's Benny in Outer Newbridge. How are you? Oh, good. How are you, Benny? Good. Good. Um, I I have a short first day of school story for you, if I may. Oh, that would be great. That'd be great. Okay, so it's um. 
it's the summer of my senior high school year. Okay. And, and, you know, I was a bus, I had to take the bus. And, you know, all the cool kids who had cars and they were driving cars and, and, uh, um, I would get teased a lot by these kind of burnout guys, these, you know, these dudes who are into like Leonard Skinner and Zeppelin and stuff. And I was into like New Wave. Sure. And sure. so they, they teased me for riding the bus. So I, 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 I thought, you know, screw these guys. I'm going to work hard all summer and get a car. And I did. I worked at, at, at the Batter Butler mm-hmm. all summer, double shifts, so, sometimes quad shifts. I, I, I would, I would get into work at like 4 a.m. and I would work until 3 a.m. And then, like, sleep for, like, 40 minutes or so. And then start over again. Just, like, working my buns off all summer, yeah, basically. Pretty, pretty intense uh, uh, shifts there when you're working at a place with with uh, with all the uh, battering that's going on. So much battering, so much, so much oil everywhere, too. Yes. You know, it, it was, a, it was a, a, a definite health hazard there. Yeah, splashing out off the... Splashing out in your face, right? One time, I got I got so I got so covered with batter that one of my coworkers mistook me for um, for a uh, a piece of meat, like a you know, like a, a shank or whatever, and and they they were trying to throw me into the the the, the butler. Wow! So you almost got butled. I almost got butled. I was, I was like, no, don't butle me, guys! Come on, it's me. Well, that's uh... and they they recognized my voice. Uh-huh. You know, cuz cuz they heard it all the time cuz I was I worked with them. Yeah. I would think right. that any voice coming out of the things they were throwing into the batter butler would would make them hesitate, but I guess not, huh? You would think so. I I mean the, the amount of weed we were smoking on uh-huh. our shifts was was uh was was legendary. So, you never know. Sure, sure. Anywho, anywho. So, I work all summer I only have enough money to buy a, a yellow VW Rabbit. Uh huh. And so, I'm I'm so excited. It's it's the first day of school. I watch my school bus go by. It's like I don't need you today. I got my wheels. Getting the Rabbit. I'm about maybe three miles from school. Mm-hmm. And it starts blowing up. I'm not lying. It was like. Smoke pouring out. I don't know what was going on. I pull over and it's just like, it's smoking. And I realized at that point that the the oil light was on for days. And I thought if the oil light's on, that means that it's really doing well. Uh, No, no. It means the opposite. Yeah. So... Something happened, and there was—I guess it was so—it was bone dry, and there was gunk in it, and one thing led to another, and it was like, Boosh. anyway, I pull over, I'm in tears. Who comes by but these Leonard Skinner Zepp dudes who would always make fun of me in their sure, Camaro? Nice guys, though. They gave me a ride to school. Okay, all right. So it it, it ended on a good note, and I I had to say, you know, I judged these guys in, incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, about two weeks later, they did um, corner me in, in the in the in the bathroom gym, and they gave me um, a, a post atomic wedgie. I don't know if you've ever had one of those. Have you? I have not. No. P- post, you know, actually, I I realize I'm on the air now, right? You are. I don't think I I don't think I could say any of the words. Well, I mean, I we can try. 
They'd all be, oh, okay, well, okay, what they do is they take the waste that, Just yeah. weeping. I had to. I did have to bleep all of that out. See, I told you, it's yeah. bad stuff. You're right. So, post-atomic wedgie is definitely something to avoid, though. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, just uh, speaking of Larry Skinner, you didn't see the, the, the Showtime documentary, did you? Not yet. It, it's recent. Not yet. I've it's, heard people. It's talk good. About it. It's good, and I I'm not a fan. It's not part of my world. Um. You know, they're named after their gym teacher, Leonard Skinner. Yes. I didn't realize that he actually tried to join the band at one point. The gym teacher did. Yes. He he, he looked like Sergeant Carter, like a crop top hair thing. And he, I, I think having been named, having the band named after him went to his head and he thought he was the star. Okay. Really? So he said, "He said I'm going to be the fourth guitarist." Well, yeah, that I mean, and that, that if any band was crying out for a fourth guitar, uh, it was Leonard Skinnerd who. Yeah, it just wasn't full enough with just three. No, and, and he couldn't play an electric guitar for. I'm not sure what way. I think he actually had some sort of aversion to electricity. Okay. Uh, having it in his hand, so he he would play acoustic guitar, but it just never worked out. Apparently, I, I could see how that wouldn't work out. That would be yeah. uh, a bit of a, a bit of a uh, a challenge to hear an unplugged acoustic guitar on yeah. on stage. Um, also, he would make them do laps at practice. He'd make the guys in Leonard Skinner do laps, which which I'm sure is not hard because they seemed like they were really in amazing physical shape. Uh, good good Ron, shape, good Ron, shape. Yeah, they, they, yeah. Ronnie Manzett was what 26, I think. I think so. Yeah, and yeah. he he looked like if you would have <laughs> met him, uh-huh. uh, you would be. And he said, "How old am I?" You would have said 59, <laughs> sir. Uh, sir, I think you're 59. Yeah. I'm gonna, and you you would think you were trying to flatter him by You're guessing. Flattering him, yes, uh, yes. Just I'm gonna go a little lower. It's, he might be insulted by how low I go on this, right. and think I'm making fun of him. But uh, I, sir, I with ha- your hat, sir, with your hat, you look 52. Yes, 59. I'm 25. What? <laughs> oh my God. Um, hey, speaking of music, yeah. All right, so check this out. I uh, I was talking to my friend last night, and he works at Sirius Radio. Okay. And he said, you didn't hear this from me, but they are looking for someone to do a show that's, you know how they have all these classic rock shows and things like that. They want something that's that's more hip, more mm-hmm. cutting edge or whatever, has a great sense of humor, and they're talking about you. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so it's my friend Mike. He's like he's one of the higher-ups there. Um, he says that, you know, all this really hinges on is you meeting a couple of the higher-ups there okay. and, and making that. a good impression, which is not going to be any, any problem because you're so... You're so personable. Well, that's well. Thank you for saying that. And I, I am very. Uh, this is interesting. 
I, I gave Mike your number, so I'm sure you'll be getting the call any, I mean, any, any day now. Um, he did say there's one thing to be mindful of. You can't ever um, mention that you... Hey, so as long as you as long as you steer clear from that, I think it's okay. It's, steer clear you're in. Steer clear of what now? Your your phone got all all uh, all kind of distorted there. What happened? Your phone got distorted. I could not hear what you said to stay clear of. Oh, I must have walked under under a weird light or something. Oh, I just said that you. Well, it sounds great now. To, so just oh, great, great. Yeah. When you talk to these guys. Um, just be yourself, but but uh-huh. maybe stay clear of um, talking about the time that you. Again, it so. got oh, it's very frustrating. Right when you're telling me what to stay clear of, right? Your phone sounds perfect now. Perfect, clear, crystal clear right now. Interesting. Well, I won't. I won't move. Okay. Don't move. I'll, I'll Don't clear, move an inch. Clear that Seriously. Light. Okay, I'm right here. Great. Okay, How, how's this? Okay. I should stay clear of what? Right, right. Oh, uh, what you should stay clear of? Yes. Oh, it's... Um, uh, oh, and also, you can never, ever mention... So other than that, I think you're the new serious guy. I wish you all the luck in the world. I can't Have a good night. I can't understand what you said. Hello? He hung up. Oh, brother. Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. Hey, Mike? You guys order uh, food yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Oh, that's 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 nice. I'm gonna say pizza. I'm gonna say you could pull the trigger on some pizza. What do you what do you think she's gonna want a lobster uh, thermidor, right? Hey, what, what, what do you think's coming, Mike? What do you think? What do you think she's gonna uh, want a uh, turkey? Right? No. What's that now? A panini? Yeah, no. Everybody gets the they get the hang of it, Mike. We order we eat pizza here. We eat pizza. Wanna say uh also to you. The best show listener, please, please. Of course, you know I mentioned the dumb AP Mike calendar. And it's not dumb. It's a great, it's a really cool looking calendar. Over at apmike.bandcamp.com. So uh, a couple other things to just tell you. Our friend Pat Byrne, you know him, right? Uh, producer on the best show. He has a live show coming up this Friday. Comic to watch, I believe it's called. I think I wrote it down here somewhere. Let's see. Once I threw that away in a rage. I must have thrown it away in a rage. Hmm. Comic to watch is the name of the show. Is he not there, Mike? 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, what's your live show? What's the live show? Friday? It's called Comic to Watch at the Brick Theater, 11 p.m. with Josh Gondelman. And there's tickets at the Brick website, BCC website, Brooklyn Comedy Collective. And you get tickets. And I'm telling you, he's going to tweet a link out. I'm telling you, it's a good show, though. I saw it already. It's it's really funny. And it's only going to get funnier. So check that out. If you're in New York on Friday, go see Pat uh, live. Let's see. Duh, plug the dumb calendar. Plug Pat show. Um. Oh, here's some exciting thing. I, I there's a movie. You know Von Elmo, one of my favorites. Recorded one of the greatest albums of all time, Future Language. Von Elmo did. Well, there's a movie about Von Elmo that I saw. I saw this movie. I got a sneak peek at it. Advance, advance peek at the Von Elmo movie. Directed by. Uh, Lori Felker directed it. She did an amazing job with this movie. Um, And this Von Elmo movie is going to be playing at the Anthology Archives uh, screening. It's going to be an Anthology Archives screening of it uh, on Thursday. Wait, Wait, what is it? Anthology Film Archives. In two days, <gasps> September 6th, Thursday, 7.30, Anthology Film Archives, Future Language, The Dimensions of Von Elmo. And Von Elmo, if you don't know, this is one of these New York, uh, he's a New York uh, led music legend, was in Red Transistor with uh, Rudolph Gray, and then recorded one of the all-time greatest albums called Future Language, and has been around the, uh, for since the 70s. This guy's a legend. He's from he's from outer space, literally. He's literally from another planet. It's kind of like if Avalanche Bob uh uh made one of the greatest albums ever. It's it's so good. The movie's so great. Check it out. Future Language: The Dimensions of Von Elmo. Thursday, September 6th at Anthology Film Archives. Good movie. Best show. Oh, hi. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Welcome. How are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Claire from Ireland. Claire from Ireland. Yeah, that's me. Claire, how are you tonight? I'm really good. I, I drank some caffeine by accident, so I'm up at 3 a.m. Uh-huh. and I thought, you know... Good a time as any to listen into the best show live. How did you drink caffeine by accident? Well, <laughs> I got handed a Coke Zero, and I didn't realize that just meant sugar. 
I assumed yeah. it was zero everything, but yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> so Coke Zero. You went for it though, right? I did. It was it was okay. <laughs> it would have been nicer with sugar. But... Did you chug it? Yeah. <laughs> right. You have over in Ireland. You're in Ireland, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah, I am. You have well, one of the things that's so acclaimed there is the uh, the Guinness uh, beer now, right? When that comes out, the when it's the lager, when it's right off the the tap, and everybody's like, "Boo! Mm. It's got to be a certain way, boo!" Right? Yeah, What's the deal with important. that? Ooh, it's like eating a loaf of bread. You got to do. <laughs> Look, I've never done it. I don't know. Maybe it's the greatest thing ever. Is is it overrated? What do you think, Claire? Uh, I mean, I don't think the taste is good. It looks nice. Like, in a glass, it's pretty. Mm-hmm. So it looks nice. But the taste is bad. Tastes not so hot. Yeah, in my opinion. People love it. Have you ever had... You might love it. Have you ever had that anywhere outside of Ireland to compare? Um, I don't, it, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a connoisseur of the black stuff. So it all just kind of tastes like Guinness to me. You know, we have here uh, that's similar, and they're stopping making it, which is very sad. Kirkland Light we have. That is our... Oh, no, I've heard that's, yeah, that's like artisanal... Yes, it's our Guinness. Lager. Yes, yeah. and, and it's uh, $7 for 48 cans of it. Um, wow. So, the so price, pr- price structure is a little different than it is... Uh, mm. And the great thing is you can also remove any sort of like, like, like gum with it or like ever like mm. have like a, want to take a label off of a bottle and you're not sure how to get rid of all yeah. the sticky stuff. The Kirkland light takes it's care important. of it. It's important when you're, when you're making a, a beer, it's important that it can, it can have a multi use. Yes. That it's got some sort of, mm. uh, some sort of, uh, chemical properties that allow it to actually dissolve, uh, adhesive. Yeah, well, you brush your teeth with it as well and all that kind of stuff. Well, hopefully someday, Claire, you arrive in America and you go into a place and they pour you a nice cold Kirkland light and they run that. What is that, a nail file they're swiping across the top there? What is that? To get rid of the foam? I have no idea. What is that? Do we do that? Yeah, a nail file. What is it, a paintbrush? I always see that in the, they run, uh, they can't let the foam go over the, calm down. (laughs) It's like eating, it's a great, really? You know, it's also pretty good. I apologize on behalf of. Peanut M&Ms are also good too. You don't see me. Oh, I, yeah, I just threw away a half a bag of those because I felt like I was going to die. You don't see me rub it in everybody else's faces. Mm. I can go to the movies and eat some peanut M&Ms. So, Claire. To what do I owe the pleasure of this call? Uh, well, I'm kind of calling in for the topic, mostly calling in because I'm awake. <laughs> That's right. But back to school, what does that mean for you? Yeah. Well, I haven't, I'm 33, so it's a long time since I've been to school. But my biggest memory of like going back to school was my first year of secondary school, of high school, where I realized homework was a scam and I stopped doing it. And now, at 33, I realized it probably wasn't a scam. I probably should have done my homework. Yeah, I don't think it was a scam. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't think you blew the lid off of this is no. not it's not I felt it, like I was really yeah, onto you, something there you when cracked I was like the 14, code. but you thought you cracked the code. Mm-hmm. Right? I did. And now I realize I did the opposite of cracking the code. You're like everyone, I know what they're doing. This homework <laughs> They're making this work for no reason. Yeah. It's not real. Stop doing your homework. And then meanwhile <laughs> you're just like Wait, how much is 2 plus 2? What? Yeah, I have no idea. That's what Siri is for. Siri answers all my questions. But now look at you, right? You're doing yeah, all right. Yeah, living at large. You're living large. You got your peanut M&Ms. You got that other half of yeah, the bag so. of peanut M&Ms left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got my, my whole life ahead of me. Well, That's look, great. you need to sleep. <laughs> I why, do. Why don't you I think just, you might need to sleep as well. I, after that I call from uh, whatever that thing was, Boardman or whatever it was, I'm telling you, Mike, Mike, <laughs> he's got a call later in the show or something. I can't handle that energy early. I can't handle it early. It, it brings me down. Bringing me down. Um, Yeah, no, this, what if you do this? You go to lay down, right? Mm. And instead of just trying to sleep, just focus on just laying still. And then focus on, ah, I'm not moving in my... First of all, unball your fists, too. That's something when people sleep, oh. when they have their fingers pulled together. Stretch your hands out. Let your fingers just un... Let the... the, the it's a, It's not a time for fists at that point, Claire. It's hard. The world makes you want to have your fist balled up, ready for a fight round the clock. Sleep is the one time you're allowed to unclench your fist. And it's really good advice. I'll make it. I'll make a tapestry or something out yeah. of Just focus on those unclenched fists. Before you know it, you'll be asleep. I will. <laughs> All right, you take care. Enjoy your uh, your soda. <laughs> oh, please. Thank you. Bye. Oh, brother. Did you order food yet? Not yet. What are these guys waiting for? Are they waiting for the late night menu? What, are you going to get mozzarella sticks? Why do I care so much? Really? It's just hitting me now. You know I care now? I don't, I want my friend Claire to go, uh, she comes, she's supposed to get a nice uh, piece of pizza. I don't want to be Mike, just be like, yeah, we didn't get to order the pizza, but instead, would you be interested in buying a calendar? You can go to apmike.bandcamp.com and order them. I'll put your... Yours will ship out in the first bundle. So, uh, yeah, just don't want my friend Clay. It's embarrassing. We so we run the show uh, above board. We pay our guests. We give them pizza. Generally, try to give them a ride back to the city. We do. Well, we're trying to do all right. So I'm listening the other day to this uh, 
satellite radio, right? I'm listening to the Beatles station. Oh, brother, that station. And they're doing a thing. It was so fascinatingly not interesting, which was the top 100 Beatles songs. Woo! What's this going to be? So then, it's hosted by Peter Asher. Peter Asher. He was the guy who, uh, what was that dude's deal again? Peter Asher, was he in Peter and Gordon? Right, was he? Yeah. Or whatever. What was the end? He worked for them. He worked for the Beatles. Yeah, he was in Peter and Gordon. But he also worked for Apple. So then, like, he's playing, like, Norwegian Wood. You know that song? And then it's like, like, you know, I woke in the morning and she wasn't there, whatever the thing was, right? Then he says, so I lit a fire, isn't it good, Norwegian wood? And I was just like, and I'm thinking as I hear this, like, what if a dumb person thought that that meant John Lennon set that person's house on fire, right? Like he torched this woman's house because she wasn't there and she made him sleep in the bathtub. But then, Peter uh, Asher, this host of this 100 Beatles song thing, comes on and starts talking about the song. And he mentions something about, yeah, about arson after the, what, what? And he starts saying, like, literally the thing I was thinking of would be what a dumb person would think. This guy starts saying is what the song's about. He's saying the songs about that John Lennon sleeps in the bathtub, gets up in the morning, she's gone, and then burns her house down. What? Am I wrong on that? Is that what that's about? That can't be what the song's about. Burning her place down? There's no way. But this guy's saying about how, yeah, it's a... Song he commits arson as uh, what? Do you have any insight into this, Mike? Did you ever think that song ended with arson? Never ended with arson. Look, I never met none of the Beatles. But I'm going to say there's no way that song is about torching the place. He was in burning her place down. She made him sleep in the tub. So then he torches the place. I don't get it. I'm perplexed now. This guy knows the Beatles. Paul McCartney was da- dating his sister. And yeah, he thinks the song was about ours. He worked for them. He's drawn a paycheck from them. 
And he's the one saying the song's about, uh, it's about uh, torching the place. And this satellite ray, first of all, it, to tighten the signal up on this. You listen to music on it, it sounds, it sounds like it's, it's uh, playing through a walkie-talkie. It's a pay, sir. It's a pay thing. Someone who even does a show on satellite heard the best show and then said, yeah, why does their thing sound better than ours? Very notable person said that. I'm not saying who. But trust me, they're notable. They said, why does this sound better than our thing? They got a billion-dollar operation up there. This thing is a dudio and a thing of masking tape. And you got Pat's holding the things together like he's holding two wires together. His hair shoot spikes up. He's holding two live wires together. Tighten it up, satellite radio. Best show, hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Austin in West Virginia. What's up, Austin? Not a whole lot. You're talking about back to school this week, and that's a coincidence because I just went back to school this week. You did? Yeah, and I learned about it yesterday. When you say you went back to school, what are we talking about now? I am an online student, so I do online classes, and my semester started this this today because yesterday was a holiday. And I forgot all about it until yesterday. And and you're studying for what now? What's the goal here? I am going for a master's in library science. Oh. Yeah, I loved school so much decided to go back for a third round. All right. And what do you want to do? You wanna you wanna be in the library? Is that the goal? Yeah, I would love to stay in the library. I work in one right now and it's fantastic i don't know what specifically i'd like to do but what do you got is the boys room locked that library you're at people got to go get the key people got to get the key at the desk what do you got the key? now we just we just leave it open anyone can go in you ever go to these libraries and they got the key tied to like a cinder block i luckily i have seen that actually it's bad for the lock you're gonna put that kind of pressure on the doorknob. It's 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 gonna be your undoing. Uh, we have people bad enough on the locks trying to jiggle one open if it's locked and somebody's in there. Is this the kind of stuff? Am I am I helping you study for a test by talking about this now? You are actually. I, I I'm taking a class on bathroom locks this semester, and it's <laughs> really helping me out get some theory going. Yeah, and like you got to get the. Uh, the graffiti off the wall, right? I I do. I got to get graffiti off. I got to make sure that people flush the toilets. Yeah, and how about that? What's going on with the stacks, huh? Right? You know what I mean? The stacks, right? You know what I mean, right? Are you saying back or stack? The stacks. That's where yeah, the people go to smooch in the library. But, but honestly, yes. Right. That uh, that's happened to a few people. I haven't seen it myself, luckily. But now, have you practiced right. catching these people by sliding a book out from the other aisle? No, I've caught a few people uh, looking at fine ladies on the internet. That's always fun. And what do you do then? You you, you unplug the computer. You, you you gotta put on your 
best game face and just say, "Hey, can you leave for a while?" Yeah, yeah, you got to, you got to, you run it, you run it, right? You, what do you tell them to do? Get out. Yeah, Get, yeah, what, so what? much. Say, "Hey, can you close that up and just yeah. leave? This isn't right." What does this look like? Best Buy. You do that at Best this Buy. Is, it's a, it's an open glass room. Everyone can see what you're doing. Yeah. Can you imagine being that that hard up that you got to like look at uh, naked people at the library? The only then you'll and you'll still do it. You'll be just well, like, the, yeah, it's worth the internet. It. The internet structure around here is not so great. So I mean, desperate times. It's that or the free Wi-Fi at McDonald's. Who's looking at naked people at McDonald's? That's the true low point. <laughs> if you're sitting there dipping your fries. You look over somebody's. Uh, yeah, I don't even want to think about it. Don't even and want to think about it. And that's my goal: get people out of the library so they have to go to McDonald's for it. For your main, uh, the, for your main, like, what do you got to write a big book report at the end of the thing? You should write a thing on how to grab two two books when you go to sneakily spy on somebody in the other aisle. So that you have uh, your whole face can fit in between, you can yell at them, right? Slowly push your way through the collection of Jane Pattersons. Yeah. All right, my. Friend. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's. Well, you're back. You're a, back in it. I'm back at it under a mountain of paperwork and reading for the next four or five months. Well, you go for it. You're you're on the right track. Thank you. you. Go get that. I, go get that. Uh, that degree often. Okay, bye. I'm going to try. Mike, is my guest here? Can you tell Pat to bring her in? I might just let her host the show. I'm going to leave. Oh, no, that's Pat. Oh, no, there's... Hi. You can sit in the big blue... Sit in the blue chair. Sit in the blue chair. What's that now? You did. I don't. You know what? I don't care anymore. I don't know why I'm so consumed with making sure you guys eat. Did you order the pizza? Did you get the pizza yet? Did you order it yet? Is it on the way yet? Did you? What do I care? Right? Why do I care so much? How's Mike doing out there tonight? Is he? Yeah, the calendar's really. It looks good. A little spring in his step, huh? I right? it out. It does. It looks good. Wait, don't talk yet. Don't speak. Uh, what, I don't know any of the other words that song. You and me. I don't know any of the other words. I know you and me and don't speak. Right? Hush, hush. That's words, right? That's your jam, right? Can I talk? Well, I want to introduce you properly. <laughs> oh, Our yeah. first guest. I gotta hold it up like I'm doing. Like <laughs> our next guest is Show it uh, over the desk. Our friend Claire O'Kane has an album out now. When I say album, it's like literally an album. It's literally an LP called "Let It Be." It's on a special thing records, and uh, I'm gonna say this: it's a funny album. I heard it. Did it's you really? Great. I did. Yes. Really? Yes, I did. I heard what you said. You think I'm going to lie about that? Yeah. Why would I lie about that? Because people lie every day about I don't lie. I don't lie, Claire. I would say I haven't heard it yet. 
look, did I hear it a long time ago? No. I wanted to be able to hear the whole thing in one straight shot. Mm-hmm. Where'd you hear it in the car? I heard it at home in front of my computer. Oh, that's nice. Yes. Cool. Did you yeah. work to it or no, I, you just kind of stared I was at it? <laughs> floating around <laughs> the internet and it straightened up a couple things on my desk. I'm kind of glad you really focused in on Claire O'Kane is on the show. How are you, Claire? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Congratulations on this new album. Thanks. It's very exciting. It is very exciting. And you recorded this at the beginning of this year. I did. And yeah. it's out now. Thank goodness. And was it hanging over your head? Uh, not so much. I never really wanted... Are you turning down the levels because it... No. I spiked? I just wanted to make sure the levels were right. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. That's, see, that wouldn't spike the levels. That just is not great in headphones that is who's there? that's better that sounds a little tim allen you have a little there you go yes okay that's indigestion you're getting, uh, you're getting ready for that uh home improvement reboot what's the name of that show home improvement no the other home Im- oh last man last standing man standing I yeah. can't wait for that. He's back and he's the same as he ever was. He's crabby. Mm-hmm. Ugh, can you imagine? Somebody's just like, I'm all fired up. Finally. All the things we didn't get to see on the... They still did five seasons of that dumb thing. Why did they bring it back? Was there a Brooklyn Nine-Nine sort of... Uh... I guess they thought they could get... I guess they thought that there's people who watch a thing. Anybody bring anything back. That's why I should just leave and then bring it back. I yeah. did that already. Yeah, you did But I did that. do that already. Mike, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> reboot the best show. It's not cool. We did it when you could, when it wasn't an exciting reboot. We just, I guess we'll start this up again. I don't know what to do. Let's start it up again. So, Claire. Yeah. Okane. dot com. dot com. Right. Mm-hmm. I got it. You did get it. Squarespace. Wix. Wix. I would never. Ooh. I would never. Wix. I look. I don't have a horse in that race anymore. <laughs> I don't care. You go to Wix all day long. Were you Squarespace? Mm-hmm. Team Squarespace. Don't you remember a certain phrase I? Coined on the air. Build your website, bruh. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was my thing. Now I can say, though, Wix, build your website, <laughs> bruh. I don't care. Whatever you use, build your website, bruh. I'm like when that Pets.com dog was like when they went out of business and then they like sold that puppet to like reverse mortgage companies. And no they, way. And the puppet just like, hey, <laughs> do you need a lube catheter? I feel like you can't just be passing these guys around, these mascots. Well, they did that one. They sold that dog all over the place. That knit puppet. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. From Pets.com. Then they sold it to like, it was like, a th- I forget what the thing was. It might have been like reverse mortgages or something. Sad <laughs> guy doing a sub Michael Ian Black impression because he was the voice of the. Pets.com puppet. 
Really? Yeah. Those are better days for Michael Ian Black. Dead in the water now. Yeah, you're stringing them together, Mib, right? Yeah, Mib. (laughs) You're right. You know what's happening is that deal, the satanic pact that the state had, uh, is expiring now. And the Mm -hmm. 25 years of uninterrupted employment that (laughs) everyone from the state had, the devil is coming to collect now. Really wouldn't have happened any other way. Yes. So, I say to you, best show listener, Clara Kane's in studio. Her new album, her new album, her debut album, it's called Let It Be. It's very funny. It's extremely funny. And it's great to hear you on it. It was like a hot night. Hot night in the club. It was, I don't think it was. It was. No, I didn't feel like it. But it's on there. That's good that it came off that way. You're loose. I'm real loose. And you're having fun. As much fun as you could possibly have had. Yeah, given the circumstances. Yeah. We say what the circumstances are. My dad, he died. uh, A week before. Like a week or two weeks before. Yeah. But you went and you recorded it. And this will always stand as that. (laughs) As like a marker of your life. Yeah. When you look, you'll know that this album captured that horrible stretch yeah but you managed to be extremely funny Mm -hmm. in the face of unconscionable sadness and that is an accomplishment my friend i think so and you did it i think it would have been funny if i bombed though (laughs) all my friends came Mm -hmm. And then, and then, I would hope then people would say like, maybe you don't need to put this out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's fine that the show happened and whatever happened, that's just living life, and that's how things go. Sometimes yeah. it's like maybe we don't need to preserve this <laughs> for everyone on every streaming service and vinyl. I think that would be really cool to put out a fail, a really bad thing. Like the day the laughter died. Yeah, exactly. It would have been your, the day. But but the thing is, he did other albums before that. Yeah. He did, that was not his first <laughs> album. If his first album was him royally eating it because he was having his world cave in on him, he would not be the same guy. No, I don't think he's ever cared about someone dying, it seems like. He doesn't seem like he had the capacity. I think he cares about his family. Sure. And, like, no one else. But I don't think it would affect him. You know what I mean? It's He buries it so deep. You think he could just, like... He would just, like, look at the jacket (laughs) and just be like, we're gonna get through this tonight. Yeah. Then he's on. And then he's lifting the cigarette around his mouth. He's smoking it. (laughs) Which is not the, it was a very odd angle to smoke a cigarette out. To have it in your left hand, reach your left hand over the top of your head to the right side of your mouth. Just put the cigarette in your right hand. What do you think that was, a show of strength? I think it was, he's, I think he's so aware of how dumb the thing he's doing is. 
that he could do things like that and he knows this is the dumbest thing I could do. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do it in the name of this character. You know, I can I can I be honest? No. What you, the day the laughter died is yeah. what you said? Yeah. That in my brain translated to that movie that Jerry Lewis did. Yeah. <laughs> and then I thought, okay, we're talking about Jerry Lewis. And then I just realized we were talking about Andrew Dice That's Clay. okay. Don't worry. I know what it's like. You make these connections and your head takes <laughs> you down a road and then suddenly you're like, oh no, where are they right now? <laughs> but like, I was nodding and, uh-huh. and interjecting, but I, I wasn't you thinking You truly about were going down a different path but hearing us talking from the other path like you could still hear us getting quieter and quieter but still kind of follow what we were saying more or less yeah i know what that's like there'll be sometimes like if i'm on like a work call and people be talking and then i just go like then i hear that i'm like ooh, i was not paying attention here like a buzzword that just pops up yeah and then then there's almost like a perverse element to where it's just like, what if I talk more than I should right now? Because mm-hmm. that'll definitely mean I was paying attention. Mm-hmm. But watch me say nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like It's almost like, watch this trick. I'm going to take the floor, dominate the conversation, and say literally nothing. And no one will notice. Because they're not paying it. It's their turn to not pay attention. Yeah. So, Claire O'Kane, back to school we were talking about earlier. Mm. We'll talk about it again. Mike, who's good here? Line one. This worries me. Best show, hi. Hello, this is Ben, the mail carrier in Portland, Oregon. The mail carrier, yeah. Where, Where are you at? Right now, uh, uh, I'm driving. I can hear with it. The headset. Yeah, it's very loud. It's loud. It's fine oh, though. Sorry. So what's going on? What do you what do you deliver today? What's going on? I've got a submission for the AP Mike Headshot Challenge. Okay, those might be stale. Yeah, they taste good. Okay, I've been eating them. Yeah, because those guys leave the lid loose. <laughs> they don't care. So you have something for the AP Mike Headshot Challenge, which is a, a, a thing where you buy an AP Mike Headshot from apmike.bandcamp.com and you put it in different places. Somebody sent a picture of them with their weed all over Mike's face as they were rolling uh, <laughs> marijuana cigarettes on his face. And other people have sent them in, uh, like they put it literally in a... In a, a a busing tray at a Zaxby's down south, they threw his headshot into one of those. What are you going to do with Mike's headshot? So a few months ago, he sent me a headshot. I had him sign it. Keep pushing that mail, you sexy beast. Love, Mike. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I made 30 copies of it. And then I waited for everyone to go home, and I put them up at every mail carrier's individual desk for their route. Really? Anonymously. So, But these people don't know who he is. No, no idea. No clue. 
So they're all coming in to work. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. And they're all going to find copies of AP Mike's headshot on their little workstation. Yep. Keep pushing that mail, you sexy beast. Yep. Okay. All right. And uh, I think maybe one person knows about the best show at my station, but I'm not uh, sure if they know about Mike. Yeah. And I'm, I, I think the, I hope people respond well to it. Mm-hmm. You know, I what think if they, they will. What if they don't? What if you're fired because of this? Yeah. Oh, right? well, they don't know it's me. Now, yeah. Well, now. Now they do. Dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, what's would, your last name? Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, well, he's a mail was, carrier in Portland, Oregon, who put AP Mike headshots all over the place. I'm going to say that tomorrow would be pretty easy to to kind of whittle down the suspects list on that one. <laughs> That's true. Um, I, I had something. You guys were talking about the cameo videos for Mike, yeah? Yes, where I want Mike to do a video where he's just like, where he'll do those videos like, Happy anniversary, Janet and and Claude and AP Mike. Have a great time. Or congratulations on the new ten speed bike, Ethan. Like and he's charging and I'll say this, this is the embarrassing thing. Because um, we were looking online, the site that does those things would be like I think Bam Margera was like forty bucks to get one. So we're saying Mike should be like 30, right? But meanwhile, Mike's saying like, yeah, I'll do it for 10. It's like, Mike, set up base. You can't, what are you, going on sale already? <laughs> I think 20 is good. I want to, but I want to see you 30 and then we, then we throw him a little, then we go to 20. Okay. When 30. So yeah, every, every uh, morning at the station, we do these safety talks where the supervisor really dryly reads this kind of prepared statement about safety and i was thinking if there's some way to sneak to get one of mike doing those mm-hmm. and then we could get yeah. it up on the on the projector at work and people would be like hey that's the guy from the yeah, headshot send him 30 doing our bucks. safety talk send him 30 bucks he'll do it <laughs> yeah send him 30 bucks in a script he'll, you'll do it right mike yeah I, I kind of want to i want him to become like the cult figure of my mail station you know He'll he'll do that too. He'll do that. Oh. Yeah. Perfect. Well, what, Mike? He'll show up. Yeah. Yeah. He'll do an appearance. It's a long look, flight. Yeah. Sixty bucks. Yeah, sixty bucks. <laughs> he'll pack himself in a package like uh, the the Waldo Jeffers, like in the Velvet Underground song. He'll ship himself, right? Oh yeah, we do that. We do that at the USPS. People mail themselves. Yeah, we'll do, you know. You gotta know somebody, but we can get it done. You mean if AP Mike mailed himself from New Jersey to Portland, that would not be a problem. Well, he might be dead when he gets here, but. Yeah, well, that might. That's on him. What do you think I meant by problem? Uh, yeah, legal problems, you know. Well, it would still be a legal problem. He'd be mailing a corpse. I don't yeah, know. Like but, you know, he's, if he's got some inside people at the post office we can work something out what work something out with his with his he's if he doesn't make it i don't care what you work out 
yeah, we'll figure something out. Give him a camelback or whatever. Wait, what's that? You know, mm-hmm. one of them camelbacks, where it's like a bladder of water, plastic bladder, and you can... Oh, you mean to keep him... With a tube. So he can sustain in the box? Yeah. Yeah, no, I figured he'll, he'll be in there with a cooler of shrimp, right? <laughs> That's what I figured. Well, Michael. send be, him express. He'll be, right? yes, you'll send him express. Just one day. Yeah. Zone six, though, right? That's an expensive uh, delivery. Yeah, it's a big one. Because you guys, once a thing gets over a pound, you guys suddenly uh, they do your Scrooge McDuck routine, <laughs> right? You <laughs> know, it's got to come from somewhere. Yeah, my pocket! <laughs> and I'll say this. The post office does a really good job. I'm not putting the post oh. office down. Thank you, you get sir. some of the dumbest people I ever met for some reason need to use the service. <laughs> have you uh have you heard of our every door direct mailer program? What's that? <laughs> I hate I that you're talking about, about this, but I also want to know what it is. For best show promotional purposes, you can decide, you know, you can choose a zip code or even a specific route where you want uh, something mailed out to all the houses in the area. And it's pretty cheap. I was thinking you've got the zip codes of all the people who are subscribed to your best show stuff. You just send out one of those to the zip code. Chances are there's somebody with a friend who lives in the area. Good way to get the word out about the best show and, you know, scratch my back too. That is maybe the worst use of my limited resources to just mail (laughs) a thing about the fringiest radio show in existence to just everyone. Let's just let everyone know it's here. Eight-year-old woman gets a postcard about it. The little four, seven-year-old kid gets a postcard about it, right? Everyone. the The people on in the area of your listenership. Of your current listenership. My friend, my current listenership is everywhere. It's everywhere. It's worldwide. Think it's, sure. You think yeah, it's you a don't, local you don't show? Need to be bigger. It's not a local show anymore. It's true. It's not local. Those days are done, my friend. Look, I'm not saying there's a lot of people in every town listening, but there's someone in every town, and I'm safe. If I'm ever on the run, I know I can get the word out. I'll be hiding... I can go from <laughs> from shed to basement to attic, running around, hiding under people's cars. We'll hide you at the mail service. We'll hide you at the post office. Thanks. See, there you go. All right. Thank you for the call. Good night. Thanks. Yes. And I have anything to say to you? I'm very disappointed in him. What are they gonna, what's he going to say to me? You'll see when a caller's nice to you. Caller's better show you some respect. Best show, hi. Hey, Mike. What? Mike. Who is this clown? Oh, no. Who is this? Who is this clown? I can't hear you. <laughs> okay, we're done. <laughs> going to take the ball. Need the ball now. Chief, you 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 threw, you threw a game. You just don't have it anymore, kid. Give me the ball. No. Give me the no. ball. Give me the ball. Hit, hit the showers, kid. You tried. You <laughs> threw. You threw. What are you a, trying to do? You threw a good game, kid, but you just didn't have it today. So, 
some days, what? What? some days you, you just don't have it, kid. Go hit and the then, showers and uh, have an uh, cold one. No, I gotta go get it. Go get some sunflower seeds. That's on hold for an hour and a half, and that's what he does. You believe? Best show, hi. Hi, it's Tom's cat from Raleigh. Cat from Raleigh. How are you? Uh, unfortunately, I haven't had the best last couple of months, but oh, um, no. Oh, no. I'm trying to hang in there. What's wrong? I got to redo my dang test. Test? What kind of test? Because you took your test that you're 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 studying. Oh. And then my you... doctoral qualifying exam. I got to redo it because I was writing it like an editorialist. <laughs> but then they said to write it more. How now? Like just like more structured and more like basically. I was sort of writing it like I was just writing. <laughs> I mean, I felt like I didn't do anything professional, but I was writing it a little bit more, like, opinionatedly, and they wanted me to demonstrate more of my knowledge. So it was, let me put it this way. It's as if I was being asked to do a piano recital, and I just, like, started slamming on the keys, making up my own composition. Like Thelonious. That's cool. But, but they didn't want free jazz. They wanted Beethoven. So, but you have a window now to go back and and do it. Yeah, I got to redo it right uh, after New Year's, and I'm spending some. I mean, I'm just spending this fall, um, among other things, just like the professors. They're willing to work with me and have me do practice writing. That was the biggest mistake I made. I didn't do any practice writing, and so that'll help me like get on the right path. Sure. Well. I can say this, Cat. It seems like you've got people on your side at the school. Who yeah, they, they yeah, they put you, me a whole lot yeah, of slack. They want you to get. They want you to get to the finish line. So they are going to. They are offering their help. That that's. I don't think you can ask for more than that. Rather than just yeah. getting a. Rather than just getting a, 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 a whatever a failing grade or whatever it would be, and then being and then being just uh, uh, left on your own to figure out how to how to uh, go forward with it, you, you've got people who are trying to help. Yeah, I'm just trying to make more of a fuss this time. Well, I think you got your you you, you got your work cut out for you, but you also have a, a path to get it done. Yeah, yeah, it's just that, like, I've been, I, it's hard not to feel like that's not, like, proof of, like, imposter syndrome, oh. but, I mean, I've been talking with some colleagues who also, like, didn't get it on their first try, too. I don't buy that. You're not an imposter. You made it this far. You're, you're in the home stretch. You're almost there. <laughs> well, then i got to write, a, like, a huge novel-length paper before I can actually become a doctor, but, yeah. But that, I'm not actually looking forward to that, because that's my stuff. Like, I don't have to, like, monkey around with other people's stuff the way I would have to, have to do now. Mm-hmm. I feel like doctors should have to do that. So, that's good. <laughs> that's a great point. Doctors should have to write a lot of words at one point, and then they don't have to do it again. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, I went to... I don't know. I went to art school. <laughs> but anyway, I'm calling because... I listen to your album. This is my first back-to-school season as a teacher. Well, that's exciting. 
Yeah, I'm teaching an intro to linguistics class, and like full ten years after I had my first one. Now, what's the what's the what do you have you or when's your first class? I mean, I've already had it. I've, I mean, as of tomorrow, it'll be two weeks since I've been teaching. Oh, that's great! You're in it. Yeah, yeah. And I was a teaching assistant for this class in the spring, so I had some idea what it was expected of me and I and my uh mentor he gave me all his notes and stuff so that helps so you look you've got something to 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 bide your time to keep you keep you uh so you're not just working on this paper for the next four months you've got a full you've got a full plate now between the yeah teaching and, and it's the, and I'm starting to feel like I'm living like out why I went to academia in the first place, which was to like get paid for talking like a geek about the things I love in my spare time. Yeah, see, you're figuring it out, and you're getting what you wanted. I think you're doing all right, Cat. Oh, thank you. Speaking of Cat, how's your cat? Oh, it's, it's fine. I mean, it's um, I mean, in the time since I, I don't think I've called you since I moved, but I moved just to a different apartment and like, it's a somewhat bigger one, it's two bedrooms, although I only pay for half of it. My parents are helping give me a hand, but like, Sid's like, there are these like new cabinets and stuff that he can climb up, but thankfully to hear like the blinds are like thick enough that he won't destroy them like at my old place. These are all good things. These are all good things. You are doing all right. Hmm. It's just that in that time I was also like the victim of a phone scam. And then I had some... Well, look, I told you... If I told you once, I told you a hundred times. APMike.Bandcamp.com is a risky proposition. Do not give your phone number. When you go... No, I'm making that up. I'm going to get one of those calendars for my office. You they're should. Cool. They're right? Yeah. Claire just said they're cool. Very cool. She knows what she's talking about. She's cool. Claire's cool. Yeah. You are. Oh, thanks. So, Kat, picture this. An AP my calendar. <laughs> A report getting done. A shiny apple left on the desk of the teacher that day. <laughs> and your cat jumping up, chomping the calendar, and tearing it to shreds. He's tried to do that with some of like my notes and stuff, and I keep telling him, like, Sid, are you trying to sabotage me? Yeah. Keep you on your toes. Cat's may not letting you off easy. Making you work for it. I also want to announce I uh, will not. I will be uh, back at the uh, New York uh, New Yorker Fest now. Uh, I will be doing my panel uh, at that where I interview myself <laughs> in an empty closet at New Yorker Fest, and. Uh, Yes, uh, because uh, they removed uh, Chris Bannon from the uh, <laughs> from the panel. I just needed to say that as an aside. Cat. Mm-hmm. 
fall is here. Summer's going away as we speak. We went from months. Now we're down to weeks. Soon it will be days, then it will be hours. Fall is coming. You are going to close out 2018 in fine fashion. When you say that, I believe it more. Well, I mean it. I'm not saying it because I don't mean it. Yeah. All right. All the lines are lit up, so I'm going to get to other lines. Gotcha, gotcha. You have a great night. Thank you. Bye. Claire O'Kane at Baby's First Gun. Uh-huh. <laughs> Still not regretting that, eh? No, but I only ever really hear it out loud when you say it, and then I I kind of think about it uh-huh. a little more. Made sense that in the moment you were like, you'll never believe <laughs> what I got. No one got this. I am surprised. I am too. Yeah. You beat everybody to it. No, I couldn't give it away. <laughs> well... What if you tried to sell it? Who's got Claire O'Kane dot uh, at Claire O'Kane? Some Irish yeah. woman, I assume. I don't know. See, I think it's someone who hasn't tweeted uh, since two thousand and five, mm-hmm. which I think I could, I could lobby for it. I'm verified, so. <laughs> yeah, you're verified. You should I be able to, to slide. Let's see, Claire O'Kane. Two tweets. <laughs> uh, let's see. Active. Born to run events limited. Mm-hmm. For one, only one tweet showing up. Hmm. October 19th, 2014. Wow. Come on, Twitter. Do the right thing. Hook me up. So, Claire. <laughs> okay. School. You went to one semester, you well, said? I went to one semester of art school, but then I went to community college like you and yeah. Jim Norton and the guy that went to, <laughs> the, <laughs> who did the Boston bombing. That's right. It was the three of us, uh-huh. the four of us. <laughs> I remember when we all were on our way to the campus bookstore. It was me, mm-hmm. you, the Boston bomber, uh-huh. and Jim Norton. <laughs> and we were all... We had our ad drop forms. Uh-huh. Is that a thing, right? Sure. Right? Yeah. I just tended to let things kind of just fall <laughs> fall, <laughs> fall to the wayside on their own steam. Yeah. Or just be like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not going to go to that anymore. Yeah, I did that. Right? Most of the classes. I tried to take Arabic, mm-hmm. and then the first day I was like, I can't. Uh-huh. I do not understand. <laughs> so then you were naturally like, I'm going to just walk out of here backwards. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. That, Shakespeare. Never never mention it. Not go get the official drop on it. No, just leave. Yeah. You just leave and it's like, man, not my problem. <laughs> never I, was my problem. Uh, yeah. Ain't going to be my problem. I, I, and then they're just like, yeah, don't worry. You paid a hundred percent for this. Yeah. <laughs> We're okay with that. I've been thinking about um applying to Juilliard as a joke. Uh-huh. Okay. So, so and that's due in um 
November, so I got to get on that. You mean uh, for as an actor? Either an actor or a playwright. I really want and I want to see if I can do it. See, this is the thing. I think you could do it. I think you'll go through the thing. You're you can admit it. You're trying to Krasinski us with this. What is that? The way John Krasinski was just like, yeah, I showed up at the old, my friend was auditioning for the thing, and I just went hanging around with him, and then they're like, hey, you want to read for this too? And I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll read for the office thing. I don't know. Sure, why not? That sounds dumb. Wow. And then he gets, like, the job. Like, when people downplay the, like... When people are so consumed with making things like the, the least amount of effort mm-hmm. to land in an amazing opportunity. Yeah. That's called Krasinskiing it. <laughs> I think I want to try to do that. So you're going to just be like, you know, Juilliard, whatever. Yeah. A play? Sure, I guess I'll write some <laughs> dumb thing. Take it or leave it. Yeah. You want me to act in this thing? Okay. That's, that's, that's your funeral. Here we go. <laughs> And then you're just like, well, guess guess what, everybody? I'm going to Juilliard. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm $100,000 in the hole. Yeah. Then you're just like, well, I guess uh, suddenly it'll be like, uh, you'll be like, hey, everybody, uh, you swing by my my, uh, GoFundMe. Uh, (laughs) I need (laughs) $100,000 for this joke. Yes, for this stunt. Of me going to a thing I'm not, I don't care about at all. But you could do that. You're talented. You write. Yeah. But they're probably not as good as these kids. Oh, stop. With their experiences. What experiences? Yeah, if only you had some life experience. You're right. <laughs> but they got energy, you know. Well, Open minds. Energy. I'm tired all the time. Oh, I know what that's like. I'm d- I don't have a job and I'm tired uh-huh. all the time. Okay, well, that's See. <laughs> you 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 might not uh you might need some sort of uh, some vitamin. Sort of... <laughs> uh, do you need vitamins? I don't know. I don't think so. Right? What do you do? You sleep, you wake up and you're just like, okay, how much are you sleeping? 8 hours. 10 hours, 12, 14 plus. It depends. <laughs> depends. Okay. I stay out. I'm a night owl. <laughs> well, you're a comedian. You're out I there. Know. You're out there with you and your notebook and you're mm-hmm. going and you're at the table and you're just doing your set and you're running it and you're then you're getting in a cab and... Right? Yeah, I'm getting yeah. in a cab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're cabbing all around. You're going to danger fields, right? And you're going up and doing your crowd work. <laughs> and you're working on your tight five, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. For your, 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 for Kimmel. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmy. Yes, I think. You could get into into Juilliard. I, people say to me, oh, you know, all you do is you talk about the school and stuff. It's, uh, what are you, jealous? And you know what I say to them? Yes, of course I am. You think this is my choice, this path? This was the, this was me 
living out the master plan. What did you want? To, where did you want to go? To, to a good school, like where Princeton. You wanted to go to Princeton. I lived in New Jersey. Oh, okay. And I, I always would go there as a Rutgers kid, and it was or... like Rutgers. <laughs> look, I could have gotten into Rutgers. Yeah, but you didn't even try. No, I, look, I my, I might have fallen a little short of Rutgers. I was not very smart. Mm-hmm. The problem, not smart. Book smart. No, not book smart. Yeah, that's I'm what not, I'm saying. You're not. Book I'm not smart. book smart. No, I am. I get by, right? Mm-hmm. I get by. I'd be all right if I was at a bar trivia. Is there? A, is that a class? Is that? Yeah. Is that? Is there? Can I get a degree in bar trivia? <laughs> I'm actually really good at bar trivia. That's something I'm good at. Yeah, see? You're good at bar trivia. Well, maybe that'll be a thing for your Juilliard. Uh... Oh, what is that saying in your play? Bar trivia. That's... A one-act, one-person play. Written by and starring Claire O'Kane. Dr. Claire O'Kane. DDS. <laughs> Right, you just put. A, just say you're a dentist. Just yeah. Put it on your. <laughs> <laughs> this young dentist wants to go. Like when they're looking over all the sub, all the mm-hmm. applications, and they're just like, "Well, this is a very interesting one, <laughs> Doctor Claire O'Kane, DDS. She's a young dentist <laughs> who apparently wants to write and act." <laughs> I once had. Uh, I was. Um, donating to a... I don't mean to brag. But I was donating... <laughs> it's to, always how brags start with <laughs> talk about donating. When I had a job a long time ago, I was donating like $15 a month to this charity. Mm-hmm. And at some point, I think I I was getting overdrafted uh-huh. because every, <laughs> every other month, because I forgot I had this yeah. cost. You're getting socked with this... Phantom charge. I got socked, and then at some point, someone from the charity called me and was like, "Hey, we're just wondering. Uh, your last couple of uh, donations didn't go through." Uh-uh. Uh, and I had yeah. written on my uh, form when I signed up that I was Doctor Claire O'Kane. Uh huh. And they go, "Hi, is this Doctor uh, Doctor O'Kane?" Oh yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, <laughs> hold like, please." We, uh, you know. We just want to make sure you can still donate, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, yeah, I can donate. I just can't. I can donate $5. Mm-hmm. And then she paused, and I could tell she's like, okay, doctor. <laughs> and then yeah. I had to be like, by the way, I, I'm not really a doctor. That uh-huh. was a that was a joke, and that's why I can't yeah. afford to donate $15 yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah. She was probably relieved, just like. Oh, that's not a good doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, this doctor can't drum up the 15 bucks a month. Yeah, I got a couple of legal fees. Besho, hi. Hi. What's uh, To whom am I speaking here? It's me. Uh, this is Ollie in Somerville, Massachusetts. Home of, say it. Uh, the, the, the Modern Lovers. Ooh. There you go. And, no? Yeah, no, yeah. that's a good one. That's the best one. Okay, perfect. For the best show. What would you say that Modern Lovers album, how in the history of albums, what do you think it is? Top what? Well, what do you think, Claire, more than this guy? I'm going to say top uh, 100. You're going to say top 100? I'll say top 
thirty. Really? Yes. How about you, caller? Um, I like it a lot. Uh, I haven't. I the one after it, which is Jonathan Richmond and Modern Lovers, like sounds nothing like it. So I feel like yeah. it's just a one shot. And um, Jonathan Richmond plays like solo shows here every year, and I've always missed him because I don't know anything about his solo stuff, but. It's that stinks. one record, I think, is pretty great. Like, it sounds great. The songs yeah, are great. It did. Roadrunner's like yep. the greatest song. It's the best. And then yeah. he forgot how to do all of that or was not <laughs> interested in it and decided he wanted to do songs about Itsy Bitsy Spider. <laughs> well, I have friends who, like, really, really like his solo stuff. And they always tell me, like, oh, you got to go to, like, his solo shows at the Middle East. And I'm just, I just don't know his solo stuff enough. I don't know if I'd enjoy myself. You don't need it. Look. Unless you're running uh, mommy and me uh, thing, where you got to go, uh, you got you're, you're you're bringing some strollers into the show. You're all right. It happened. Like, I, I think it's at the Middle East upstairs. It'd be like a hundred people. It'd be kind of cool to see him, I guess, in that venue. Then go. I'm telling okay. you, this. Wait, you go and you do a show report for me. How about that? Next time he's yeah, 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 we'll do that. All right. He will not play the hits. I'll tell yeah, you that but, much. You know how you like uh, all those songs? You'll hear none of them. Yeah. <laughs> but you will um, hear him do one, two, buckle my shoe, three, but, four. Uh, I thought he always does Roadrunner at the end. I don't know. Look, I'm not. I'm not sticking around. I wouldn't. You couldn't pay me to see it. Uh, not into it. Um, guy did. Guy but, did one perfect thing once. That's all I needed. That's it. That's more than what most people do. You don't like the second album? That was good. That's, all That's right. got a lesbian bar on it. But the first one is the perfect creed. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, yeah, I'd, I'd say it's, I, I think it's like a great Massachusetts song. I think Roadrunner is like an official state song now, which I think it should be. Okay. I think it should yeah. be, when you get out of, of the, the hospital. hospital. <laughs> right? That should be that. I go to bakeries. <laughs> Every day, because there's a lack of sweetness in my life. The best. He was the best. <laughs> so go ahead. What do you want to what do I have the pleasure of this call? Oh, um, I called a couple weeks ago about um, like the whole like milk situation, and um, that when I heard it, like I thought it sounded familiar. And then it was because my wife says milk. And so when I played her that bit on the show, um, she's from Cleveland, and she couldn't hear the difference between milk and milk. I think it's just like a regional thing. But um, I, uh, she also says bagel instead of bagel, mm. um, and she, she, she can't hear the difference between that either. And I thought it was maybe like a regional thing. like uh, Bagel? What like, is it? Now say, say how she says it. She says bagel. Ba- bagel. Bagel. B A G, like bag, like bag. Yeah, bell. exactly. That's how she said, it. and I thought it was like a, it's a regional thing because she's from Cleveland, Ohio. Hmm. But um, and I think it's like people from Michigan say it too because someone calls from Michigan as well. But I've been noticing that ever since that that she, there's other things that she says not weird, but like she has like a particular way of saying it regional. Like she says millipede instead of millipede. Um, at night, she'll bug me because I stole her pillow, and I'm like, great, this is... Wait, wait, so you're talking about milk, bagels, millipedes, and what was the other one? 
Pillow? Pillow. Yeah. I don't want to know what conversations are going on in your household. Yeah, well, it's, um, um, I also know that she says, There's a millipede on the pillow. Yeah, I'm exactly. Scared so I'm scared it's going to go into my milk. Yeah, imagine, like, being woken in the middle of the night. She's like, you stole my pillow. <laughs> like, great, I can't, I won't be able to fall asleep now. <laughs> but, um, but I thought I was in New York last week, um, with a friend of mine, and his his roommate's also from Michigan, and he says, "Yeah, we do. Yeah, I say I say bagel, not bagel, and uh, and interesting instead of interesting." And uh, he says, "The one to watch out for it is hundred instead of hundred." Mm-hmm. So I'm waiting for that one to drop. Hundred, like that hundred. movie, three hundred. Yeah. Okay. Is that the Midwestern one? I guess so, because he's from Michigan. You keep your ears peeled for hundred. Yeah, I will. And I appreciate it. Drink as much milk as your little belly can hold. Isn't that the worst thing you ever heard? Yeah, I heard that when we played it. Football coach. Can you imagine? He should have been walked right into the back of a squad (laughs) car. They should have just said, all right, coach. Coach, time's up, buddy. Let's... It's over. It's over, Coach. How are we doing, Brady? Good. Good. What's your question? How much milk do I have to drink to be big enough to be quarterback? Can I give you a hug? Um, no. Yeah. Oh. That is a great question. And I love that you're thinking about that. Uh, drink as much milk as your little belly can hold. At all times, drink as much milk as your could be chocolate milk, could be uh, could be the two percent, but the the ideal is the whole milk. That's the ideal, as much as your little belly can hold. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Oh, coach! Oh, he's such a good guy. And somebody pointed out, our friend uh, Jay Penry, amongst others, people were just like, yeah, as soon as you start playing the clip of this guy, his football team started the season and I guess lost big. Like, <laughs> so, so this dude's already on the ropes, like starting the season off. Yet he was funny on Detroiters. He acted on Detroiters. The coach? Yes. Coach Jim that. Harbaugh. Yeah. But Claire, in all seriousness, mm-hmm. don't worry. Drink as much milk as your little belly can hold. <laughs> right? Doesn't it sound like... Little. The, yeah. You might do a little bit. Why do you say little? I don't know. That's the worst part. Belly's awful. At least he didn't say tummy. I think little belly is worse than little tummy. <laughs> little tummy. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Because tummy is, it's like implied it's little if you say it's a tummy. Like your little belly. Oh, I could throw up. I actually, if I heard this and drank milk, I would hork all over the place. <laughs> That's a good challenge. The the uh... milk, the Harbaugh milk challenge. <laughs> Hey, did the food show up yet? Not yet. 
Fingers crossed, guys. Yeah. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom. Yeah. It's Jello Man. <gasps> oh, my goodness. It's Jello Man. As so I Jello Girl, you ever hear that? Or? Hold on. Hold on. Calm down. <laughs> so, anyway, let me just give some context to this guy, because whatever I say is going to end up in his dumb movie. So, let me frame it correct. Let me make sure I don't make any uh, uh, mistakes the way I say anything, because it's gonna all this is going to end up in his movie. This guy... Jello man. His name's Paul. His brother is the rock star Kurt Vile. But Paul's his own kind of guy. He kind of marches to the beat of his own drum. He uh, goes around the country and the world now, apparently. Insert footage of Jello man in Japan with his Jello shots. He's been peddling these Jello shots around the globe now. And now we're lucky enough to have him on the show. What's up, buddy? Yeah, I'm in, I'm in Shibuya. We're uh, making some yen, selling some jello shots. And um, we got some pop rocks going here. Mm-hmm. We were at, you, you know, um, you ever hear of, what's it called? Um, the Beat Cafe. The Beat Cafe. Teach me about the Beat Cafe. It's this cool, it's this cool like, dive bar. This guy named Cataman runs it or owns it but he let us come there and we uh were we made like a jello mural and we were serving jello shots there we walked in with like a whole tray full of jello shots and we were just serving jello shots all night that's cool we went to a place called jbs um it's like a it's a bar there's like ten thousand records there and they pretty much like serve serve alcohol and uh play records and he got pissed at me because i asked for sake because i don't even have sake there but, but you're bringing your own Jello shots in from outside. Yeah, and he, and he wasn't cool with it, pretty much. Yeah, why, why would he? Well, I, I mean, he should be cool with that, right? That someone's bringing in alcohol from an, another place, and he doesn't make any I mean, money all of a sudden? Well. Come on, Paul. Use your noodle on that one. Come on. Pretty much. How'd you like it? You're doing your jello shots. All of a sudden, I, I come by with a margarita machine. What do you think about that? Mar- Here comes Margarita Tom, right? You wouldn't like that. I, I wouldn't mind it. I come rolling by. Oh, you'd hate it. You'd, I'd probably end. I know where I, you'd be laughing and saying, Oh, it's so cool. It's cool that you do that. It's cool. I'll end up middle of the night. I'll end up getting a jello beat down. You and your jello. We went to some baseball game yesterday. It's pretty cool. Like it was like the whole like culture of baseball here is like, totally different. And like we brought jello shots. And I was just like, um, we're trying to sell it. So you're, them you're, in ja- you're in Japan right now. Yeah. What time is it? Right now it is twelve oh one p.m. You're sure about? Okay, it's twelve oh one p.m. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's afternoon. All right. But the baseball game was cool. They were, it was, they were like really polite over here. They kind of, everyone stands in lines and stuff. Like, everyone, like, there's so many people here. They all, like, kind of, they're very uh, respectful for everyone around them. And they, everyone stands in straight lines to go up to escalators and stuff. But everybody's all, like, in unison at the baseball games, like, doing chants together and stuff. And they all have, like, little umbrellas. And, um, 
someone told me to bring my my Jello slingshot. I, I brought it and I started shooting Jello sling like Jello shots, and they didn't really care that much. But at a certain point, a security guard did stop me, and he said it might be dangerous. He hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You went to a baseball game. You bring a Jello slingshot to a baseball game, and you start right. shooting. Little jello slingshots of, of, of jello shots at strangers. Correct. And you're surprised that a security guard eventually, eventually came up to you and said, <laughs> someone might get hurt if you continue to do that. I'm amazed you're, well, look, I'll tell you this. If I was running that I was country, shooting them, Tom. I, they were cats. They wanted them. If I was running the country, you'd be you'd be locked up right now, <laughs> Suicide Squad style. You'd be it, it, it would be like when they locked Suicide Squad up. Remember that? Yeah. Remember they had them all locked up in the dungeon there, all of them. Will Smith, uh, the Alligator Man. What's her face? What's her name again? Harley. Harley Quinn. She was locked up. All of them. You'd be like that. Jello Man would be down there. Who's this guy? No. His name's Jello Man. That's not he accurate. Shoots jello shots at people. Most accurate Jello slingshot I ever saw in my life. Could put a Jello shot into your hand from two hundred yards away. There's a, there's a typhoon here, like yesterday, and like this baseball game was still going on. It wasn't like right in where I where we're at right now, but it was in Osaka, like not too far away. And what brought but, you um, to Japan? What brought you to Japan? We just wanted to make bring jello shots like international to see if like people like them and stuff. But like people do like them, but there's like, a huge, definitely a huge oh, market oh, here wait, for wait, jello wait, shots. This, this I'm seeing holes in this story. You went to Japan. So that you, who's we? First of all, so, my friend. So you and you went all the way to Japan because you and your friend were just didn't know whether people in Japan like Jello shots. So I'm just saying, the my only friend way. House. What's that now? My friend George Miller. George Miller, the director of of Mad Max, <laughs> and Babe, is your friend. I apologize. Please tell Mr. Miller I uh, I'm a huge fan of his. Uh, is it not the same George Miller? Pretty much not. No, so it's not. So you're not friends with the guy who directed Babe. No. So you go all the way to Japan because you and your pals aren't sure whether. The people of Japan enjoy Jello shots. I just wanted to bring them somewhere cool. It was kind of like more sure. like a vacation. And are you, you filming? Know, are you filming was... while you're there? There's a camera here. Yeah. So you're filming. Is this going to end up in the movie? Any of this? The Jello Man movie? Who knows? You got any good footage? We got a little bit of good footage. Tons of it. Of you, what running around with Jello sh- slingshots? Yeah, people. 
it wasn't um, the gel was something, it wasn't like shooting at people. We were, we were giving them out first, and I mean putting pop rocks in them, in the salt in the the pop rock salt shaker, okay. if you will. And then people people enjoy them. They're all like they kind of like uh, not really used to them here. I don't think, but they're all like trying them and stuff. But at a certain point, we we're shooting them and stuff, mm-hmm. and people didn't mind it. All right. When do you come back? Um, we're coming back in a couple of days, but I want to tell you, I'm actually. For the first time, like I'm actually like going to be like able to go to a festival and actually serve jello shots for real. Not like like I'm I'm permitted this time. I'm going to Desert Days this year. You, okay, you ever been there, Tom? I have not. Who's performing at Desert Days this year? Uh, in the band War Paint. Yes. War Paint, Tame Impala is there. Mary Lattimore. There's a couple people I know. Yeah. But um, you gonna get Jello all over her harp? Ah, <laughs> uh, is she a BFF? Hey Barry, uh, sorry, I got Jello shots all over your harp. Sorry, I shot my Jello slingshot at your harp. Uh, she wouldn't mind. Come on, she's a Jello supporter. Yeah, I know she likes you. She's a nice person. Yeah, she taught me how to play piano, Tom. Okay, I wasn't challenging you. Why is everybody fighting with me? Why is everybody challenging me? I'm trying to get along with everybody. Why? Why, ClaroCane.com? Don't ask (laughs) me. Pizza. How's the pizza? Did they go, did they spring for the good stuff? And when I say they, did they spring for it? The show. Got a grandma pie. That's nice. Made me pay for it. Oh, that's unacceptable. 40 bucks. 40 bucks for one slice? Yeah. Well, that just sounds like a highway robbery. Now, Paul, a.k.a. Jell-O Man, you're going to Desert Days, and you're going to be selling Jell-O shots there. Not selling, giving them out. Giving them out. At Where is Desert Days? It's, it's uh, I don't know the exact part of California, but it's in California. Um, but I'm just going to be just giving them to the band, I think. Oh, so you're backstage. Yeah, I'm not like, yeah. Well, that should lead to some some top-notch performances, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean. People getting hammered on jello shots right before they go on stage. I can't wait to see you. Sprinkling pop rocks on the jello shots yeah. and directly on, on them, you know. Here's the lineup, and this every one of these names terrifies me in relation to you harassing them. My bloody Valentine. <laughs> yeah, great. You're gonna you're gonna jam Jello shots in their face. Malcolm Mooney, the original lead singer of Can. You're gonna well, not the original. You're gonna bug him, seventy eight year old dude. <laughs> hey, hey man, have a Jello shot for you. You do right. You do Jello shot, right? You do a Jello shot first before you do right. Who else is at this? Tom, thing? most people don't eat the Jello shot before they go on. Most people do not. Like they always eat death afterwards. I hope death grips take you and they flip you over and they. I hope they give you a spanking on stage. <laughs> I can wrestle. <laughs> you what? <laughs> I can wrestle. You can wrestle. All right. <laughs> Tame Impala. Are those guys any good? Every time I hear I like the song, them. the one song sounds like every other song. Right? Yeah, that's about it. Is that the only good song? 
Paul, do they have better songs than that? Well, who else do you like? What other music do I like? There, I'm saying. Oh, there's so many. There's a lot of good people. Ian Svenonius is going to be there. Maybe you bother him. Jarvis Cocker. Boy, that'll be a a treat to see you going up to him, (laughs) bothering him. He loves to be bothered. Yeah. He loves to be bothered. He's so... He's so clear about how he just loves to be. He always is just like, why is no one bothering me at this, <laughs> at this festival? <laughs> Ty Siegel's going to be there. He's cool. You know him, Jello Man? I've heard of him. Not, don't, don't know much of the music. I've heard but... of him. Hmm. Wow, maybe you should check some of the music. You've only got 48 albums. I'll make you uh, my plus one if you want. Or... No, that's okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> then no. I can't. I wish I could, buddy. I wish I could. Is that a yes? No, it's a no. Look, you're going to have the time of your life here with your jello shots bothering uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, right? Getting up I will, in, yes. Getting up in, uh, getting up in, uh, get up in Rev's Italy. face, right? Right. Hey, you guys want jello shots? Hey, Mercury <laughs> Rev. Hey, Mercury Rev, it's me. You guys want a jello shot? Tom, people actually like them after the show, I promise you. They're like, they can't help it. They're used to getting free stuff anyway. They might as well be eating Jello shots covered with Pop Rocks rather than uh, fancy IPAs, um, to say the least. I, I've never heard Mike laugh as much as he's laughing now. Mike, you and Mike, I tell you, that's you're the new Jay and Silent Bob. You guys should, <laughs> You guys should take your act on the road, except both. I, if maybe both of you could be Silent Bob, I'd prefer. I said I'd give him a job. He said he needs a need some. Uh, so you and Mike, work. Mike's going to come out to Desert Days with you. Yeah, my, my Mike. Why don't you do be. it? What's that? <laughs> yeah, you, would you be Jello Man's plus one at the festival, hawking Jello shots? All right, we'll see. He's well, I need someone to wear a hairnet and help me make them. Yeah. All right. Paul, look, be, don't be okay, stupid. Here. You're in another country. Don't be stupid. They like me here. And they like the jello shots. They don't mind them as much as you think. <laughs> I'm not shooting that people, Tom. All right. You have a great night, buddy. You too. Hmm. Have you had a jello shot? Yeah. Were you here when he was here ever? No. No? And I don't know no. what he looks like. But um, I had an idea. He's got long... Frizzy, could have guessed. Hair. Uh-huh. He looks like. Does he look th- like his brother? No. He looks like a ripped version of Matt Lucan from Mud Honey, the original bassist. It's not ringing a bell. No. Not ringing a uh, visual bell. He's a good-looking dude. He's, he's super. He's super jacked now because he does all this masonry. Who the Mud Honey guy? Jello man. He does masonry. Yeah. No, what's that again? Laying of tiles oh, okay. and, and stones and okay and things things of that nature and making patios and hmm. and walkway and, and walkways and oh, whatnots. I'm glad and, he's spending his hard-earned money on. Uh... And he takes all that money <laughs> and he goes to Japan to introduce to just make sure the people of Japan like Jello shots. Yeah, 
I wouldn't be surprised if they invented Jello shots. Four thousand years yeah, exactly. ago. Yeah, exactly. And he's co-opting. Yes. Could you imagine when you're packing your suitcase, <laughs> holding in your hand, knowing that you're going to Japan, holding in your hand your Jello slingshot, and saying to yourself, "What kind of trouble does this get me in when they see this in a suitcase?" <laughs> When I have something that's really hard to explain, do you throw, if you're, if that's you, does the Jello slingshot go into the suitcase? Definitely. For international travel? Definitely. You go for it? Yeah. All right. Because the, je- the Jello hasn't been made yet. It's all in powder. Well, even bringing the powder, the packets kind of. Well, the packets would be better. Is an issue. I would say. Bringing a slingshot without the jello makes it look like you're doing something worse than just jello with a thing. Like it looks like more of a weapon than it actually is. I think enough time has passed that when people see a slingshot that it doesn't register immediately anymore. Or they would just say, in Japan, they'd say like, this is a jello slingshot. 4,000 years ago, we, <laughs> we invented the art of launching <laughs> launching jello shots at people. Yeah. And they would appreciate his respect for the history mm-hmm. of the country, mm-hmm. which I think is the way he actually seems to be saying. <laughs> he was saying he's the most popular guy in Japan right now. I mean, I believe it. We're here with Claire O'Kane. My pick to click for 2018 Claire O'Kane. Pick to click? Yeah. Like my website or? No, the album, the, the album? whole thing. The what? Juilliard thing, all of it. <laughs> You're going to be like the next Robin Williams, another Juilliard. Uh... Oh, I can't wait to end up like no, Robin Williams. you're not going to end up like him. <laughs> gonna... What do you think, I'm writing the whole story? No. You're going to be like, you'll be on a sitcom, you'll be doing your... Like, Nanu nanus. We'll be doing that because I know on stage you already do the meter or the applause meter when people like in the audience <laughs> you like move your arm to kind of gauge the applause of the audience. Yeah, I should have addressed that on the album because you can't. That's a visual thing. Just yeah. But, well, that'll be for the for the uh, special. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. For the special beyond uh, Sony Crackle. <laughs> special, you're on the air. Hi, this is Jamie from Bethesda. Uh, how are you guys? Good. How are you? Good. I'm doing pretty well. This is actually my first year that I'm not going back to school. Oh, thank God. So, um, or like in the regular sense. Okay. Um, so you're since done. Since I graduated. You're done with school. How does that feel? It feels really nice not to be paying, uh, all of that, um, all that month, or just, it's nice not to have to worry about, like, super intense, you know, studying and uh, just racking my brain around all these things and having free time. Uh, yes, the gift of free time. It's not all it's cracked up to be, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a line to where suddenly it's like, I don't need this much free time. No. Because then you end up in the O'Kane zone where you're just kind of like, what time is it? 
Nah, let's just see what tomorrow's got for us. <laughs> if I can fall asleep now, there's a good shot I'll wake up tomorrow, and then we'll see what that looks like. Have you had days like that? Yeah. It's okay. I'm not putting judgment on no, it. No, I've been there. All the I know time. those days. All the time. If it's so, rain, it um, like rain. It's funny that Man mentioned... Uh, Japan, because I'm actually going there uh, next week. Ooh. Uh, I'm I'm uh, re- I'm visiting uh, people uh, who I uh, was with when I was uh, uh, studying abroad there. Um, now, the, the, let's just before you get too excited about your trip, the terms of travel to Japan might change within the next week, based on how this Jello man. Uh, <laughs> trip wraps up the you might yeah. not be going to japan yeah between that and the typhoon and the fallout continuing fallout from uh logan paul's uh diplomatic visit um yeah i'm sorry i brought him up <laughs> you're okay you're okay my friend so you're done with school now yeah when you first, when you think of going to school, say like second grade, though, when you think of that, how how did what what's the first mood that pops into your head when you remember being a kid going to second grade? Uh, partially excited and also partially not sure whether my poor impulse control would get me in trouble again. <laughs> So you were just like waiting to see how this would go. Kind of, yeah. Um, I definitely did all of my um, all of my wild behavior was definitely in my elementary school years, and um, same. Yeah, wasted all of my uh, college time. Uh, not partying. <laughs> so elementary school, you were you were out of control. Well, I wouldn't say like I was a bad kid, but I would have like you know I would have my good days and then I have my uh, kind of not so great days. Um, ADD and um, and being on the uh, Spectrum basically means it's kind of like a Russian roulette. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. Now, Claire, you said it's the same for you when you were in the elementary grades. Yeah, I really was all over the place emotionally. That's the only time I ever punched somebody. Was when you were how old? It was when I was in fourth grade. Fourth grade, and you just... The, these girls were... You know, we had to pick up after lunch, pick up all the trash. Mm-hmm. And I was picking up trash, just minding my own business. Yeah. And these girls were throwing trash on my head. Oh boy. And calling and calling me litter bug. Uh huh. Like throwing, you Doesn't know, those, exactly makes sense. I know, but the they're wet. You know those like wet hamburgers that you used to get. Uh mm-hmm. huh. And then it's like wet, where it's still the papers, <laughs> the plastic still kind of 
wet. Yeah, and then yeah. they're just throwing it because it was like in a was it in like a sleeve almost like those like those. No, it's a fully enclosed hamburger, and they they microwave them. Okay, and then they open it up. Steam comes out. Okay, yes, and then it's cooked. So then that was what was getting dropped on your head. Yeah. And then I turned around and I punched one of them in the stomach. And then suddenly in your head you heard, like in Kill Bill, right? And then you just... And then I cried because I felt so bad. So, But you hauled off mm-hmm. and punched one of them right in the nose? In the stomach. In the stomach. Ooh! And like the that. kid, was she just like, ooh! Yeah, I knocked the wind out of her. Nice. And then you got upset. And then I got immediately upset. Were you apologetic or just upset? I think I was uh, uh, just upset. Mm-hmm. I wasn't apologetic at the time. I was no. I was scared of getting in trouble, I think. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm done for. Yeah. Because you're I a good kid. Yeah. I, every other day I was like, oh, I'm done for. Mm-hmm. And then they started pouring... Trash burgers on your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next thing they hear, mm-hmm. fist to the gut. Did she go? Yeah. And then you went. Oh, no. I don't want to get no. yelled at. Yeah. What did I do? But I'm happy with what I did. Yeah. And then like, she turned out to be my second cousin. There you go. That ever happened at the to you? time? <laughs> yeah. or, or I just... found out very shortly after she comes up to me and she takes my water bottle and she takes a sip out of it. Uh-huh. I'm like, excuse me, can you waterfall it at least? Uh-huh. Like, don't get your lips on my. Yeah. And she goes, I found out that we're related. You're my second cousin. My your uncle. He's my uh, <laughs> whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. However that shakes however out. However that went, and I went. Yeah. Okay, and then we became friends. Yeah. That's how it worked. Thing I would say, that's all well and good. Welcome to the family. Still didn't have to drink my water. Yeah. Now, caller fights in school. Is this that was this ever a component of your school life? Um, non-elementary school. Uh, once in preschool, I hit this uh, one kid, and uh, I think it was just kind of he was being rude or something. I, I forget exactly. I just remember that I hit him and that I would come home every day and tell my mom the same thing that I hit this kid, mm-hmm. even though I didn't hit him every day. Mm-hmm. And then later I found out like in high school that he and some other kid had been arrested for like stealing at a Seven Eleven or something. Mm. And did you uh, bring them to justice? <laughs> no, I no. was I had nothing to do with them uh like yeah. after yeah. elementary school. After yeah. that. Yeah. You may have led him to a life of crime. It's, yeah. I have to live with that responsibility, that uh guilt. Well, I'm going to say uh, this. Let it go. You can let the guilt go. <laughs> let it go. You didn't drive that street tough to a life of shoplifting. And Claire, let it go. You and your second cousin, you knocked the wind out of her. Does she still does she still remember that? I don't know. I haven't talked to her in a long time. Probably, yeah. 
Oh, I guarantee she remembers. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah. Everybody let go of it. Yeah. I got to let go of my fights. I had one fight. I was in a fight four days ago. A physical a Huge physical fight. Do you know who uh, Clay Matthews is? Do you know who that is? He plays for the uh, Green yeah. Bay Packers. Yeah. It was him. And do you know who Terry Crews is by any chance? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. They were giving me a side eye, huh. I think. I did not like it. Huh. I went up to them. And I beat both of them up so badly. <laughs> and then I walked away. Wow. And then as I left, I said, hey, Mr. Matthews, I'm a big fan. <laughs> Can I have your autograph? And I said to Terry Crews, 9-9. Nine, nine. Hmm. Just Brooklyn 9, that's what. So it's fancy. Yeah. I said, look, didn't like the side eye. I had to thrash <laughs> you both within an inch of your respective lives. Doesn't didn't reduce my fan fandom for either of you, and that's how that ended. And that happened. <laughs> and they will probably be on Deadline Hollywood soon. They are trying to keep it under wraps because they're a little embarrassed. Congratulations on not being in school. Well, I- when you would go to school, mm-hmm. were you a scared kid, Claire O'Kane? Not in the stomach. Yeah. Scared to meet new people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's the worst, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I, always the first day of school, I was like, this is the year I got it down. Uh Uh-huh. I know what to do now. I've got a new backpack. Okay. My shoes are also new. Yes. There's a left and a right shoe. They look, they match. Yes. And I'm, this time I'm going to be cool. And when... Did that? We when did the wheels come off that? Almost immediately. Immediately. Yeah. But do you think it was all in your head, or were the kids actually no. like saying horrible things? Yes, of course. Kids are mean, right? I feel like that's the only time of your life where you're being told the truth the most. Like kids will just say, "Like I hate your face," yeah. and tell you exactly. Your forehead's big, and you look like a boy. Is what I got. I hated it so much. Yeah. Oh, I hated it so much. I still hate it. If I think about it. I can't think. I can't remember it. I blocked it all out. Yeah. It's like a horror show. Yeah. Some people, they say they like school. These people who say they really liked high school. I don't get it. Yeah, but if you liked high school, are you saying you liked the other kids? I might have liked... High school, uh-huh. if if it was just me and the teachers, <laughs> I might have been okay with high school. Yeah. I just remember just nonstop fear. Mm-hmm. I tried to live my whole life like I was in, uh, like when when uh, Jerry uh, uh, Seinfeld goes to the soup Nazi, right? And he just goes, uh, medium crab bisque. Mm-hmm. He just keeps his head down, uh-huh. tries not to get noticed <laughs> at all. Yeah, I just saw that for the first time. Thank you. The other day. You did? Soup Nazi. Soup Nazi. Because he goes and see, the guy is a soup Nazi. Yeah, no soup. Let me explain this episode to you. (laughs) The one I just saw. (laughs) Yes, the one you said you just saw. So it's fresh on your mind. Let me still tell you about it. Let me see if I can uh, 
siphon off some of the enjoyment you got from that now and <laughs> take something you liked and make it something you now have a bad feeling about. Yeah, I was, I was like that too. But then there, every so often I'd get a little, I'd get a word in mm-hmm. after really thinking too much about what I was, the next thing I was going to say out loud was. Uh huh. And then it made people laugh and I, yeah. So it was That'll like last a, me a week. Like a well-timed. Yeah. You, you just knew it's like, I'll pick my spots mm-hmm. with this. When this subject comes up, mm-hmm. I have this ready to go. And you would just go, and then zing. And Whoa! Then... <laughs> and then you're just like, I'm good for the week. Yeah, this will keep me in the group. You're just like, I have seven days to come up with one more <laughs> zinger. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember, I was, that was pretty much where I was at with stuff. Or it would be me and my little group of, of just kind of, mutant friends where we were all just the kids who commented on other kids. Yeah. And then, but then I remember also thinking, it's just like, yeah, I think I'm funnier than everybody else in the school. But why is anybody like, and then suddenly it's like, then there was like a thing in the yearbook where it's like, no, this is the class, whatever class clown. Where I'm like, what? You gotta be kidding me. That kid's so, and even then I was like, that kid's so basic. Yeah, you I already said, know. I said that kid's a basic bitch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Back wow. then, I knew. But it was just like, I was just like, come on. That kid is so corny. <laughs> like, that is what, uh, that's what gets you class clown status? Don't you people realize the stuff I'm throwing down is on a whole other level here, guys? I just can't believe you said basic bitch. Well, I was a different kid back then, Claire. Um, I was most dramatic because I was in all the plays. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even like dramatic as a person. They just said, "Let's throw Clara Bone." So, see, you are there is like a Robin Williams element where you came at this uh, from an actor standpoint. Yeah, and then you're just like this comedy thing. I think I'll give that a whirl. Yeah, <laughs> but seriously, when it all. When push comes to shove, I am an actor, right? Yeah, if someone's got to push me about it. I'm ready for the next chapter when you start doing this stuff. You get into Juilliard. <laughs> you'll have a jacket with patches on the <laughs> elbows, right? Yeah. Pipe. Corn you'll cob. Be, you'll walk into the creek in the cave with a <laughs> leather satchel and a right those kind of weird john lennon style glasses Reading glasses yeah but the, no the ones that are like horn rim round horn rim glasses yeah that are just like intellectuals mm-hmm. like cool intellectual glasses the size of my eyes yes you'll walk in you'll just be like You'll go on stage, you'll take out the paper, and you'll just like, no, what's in the headlines today? <laughs> Your act will be a little more, uh, will be a little more erudite. <laughs> Mike, how many pieces of pizza did you eat? Three. Boy. That's good. All right. Best show, hi. 
Hello, Tom. Yes, hi. Hello, Claire. Hi. Wow, first one. Yeah, had to happen at some point. Do I was, uh, how you doing tonight? Good, who's this? Uh, my name is Gabe, I'm from Las Vegas, Nevada. Gabe in Las Vegas, Nevada. That's me. Where, how far outside of the, the, the strip do you live? I, I live in a, a small suburb called Henderson, Nevada, which is like kind of, uh, like kind of southeast, I guess. I've been there. My cousin lives there. I can see the strip from my house. We have a really nice view. And how about that Red Rocks Park, right? Oh, Red Rock's great. Yeah, I was a scout growing up, and I used to go out there for campouts, and we'd climb on the rocks and stuff like that. Yeah, that's a gr- I like that place a lot. Yeah, I heard that one episode where you said you're out here and you guys took a drive, and like, I think that's really awesome because most people don't see that side of Las Vegas. If you go about a half, not even a half hour outside of the... It's right there. The Strip? Yes. There's this Red Rocks na- as a national park. Uh, yeah, it is a national park. And it is literally like being on Mars when you drive into this thing. The rocks and the stuff is so overwhelmingly, uh, it's, it, it really is like an otherworldly, uh, trip. Like huge boulders just sitting out in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Cool. And it makes you realize, oh wow, it was a real accomplishment to drop the grossest place on Earth, next to the one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Like this was an actual real effort to make something this low thrive <laughs> next to something that is that is so moving. Yeah, yeah. It's, we we got the whole uh, we got the whole spectrum here. So back to school, range. what's your deal going back to school? What's your, uh, what's that bring to mind for you, Gabe? Well, I, actually, I kind of wanted to talk to you about something else. Oh. All right. Um, what are you talking so about? So, in light of recent news, I've had some schnatter on my noodle. Ah, Papa John. <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't work for the company anymore. No, he doesn't. So, like, is, like, are they going to send him a cease and desist and make him stop calling himself Papa John? I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do to Papa John. So, but, uh, okay, so I have one proposal that I think you might have some fun with. Okay. You know how, like, um, the colonel was, like, a real person, and now he's being played by all these comedians, and he's basically, like, become a character? Yeah. I, I think I think oh, Papa John should I'm, hire a oh, new Papa John. Let me say this, Gabe. Right, Gabe. Yes, yes, Gabe. 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 Yes. Maybe once in your lifetime you get the idea. <laughs> if you're lucky in this lifetime, Gabe. Yeah. This was your. This is the idea for you. I'm not saying you're going to make a nickel on it. No, no. Like might it's just an idea. You. It's not something, it's not an idea that only you could come up with. But I gotta say, that's the, that is the perfect thing. So you're saying. I thought you'd like it, Tom. That they should do a, the next Papa John's commercial. Crystalia. So, so, so the way you're saying it, suddenly, Chris D'Elia is the new Papa John. Is he wearing like a curly wig? 
<laughs> He's decked out. It like it looks like ridiculous. It's like a black face version of Papa John. Okay, all right. Slow, slow down. Well, sorry, that was a little. All right. This is what we're gonna do. The rest of the show. Pitch the new Papa John. I'm gonna say first Papa John. I want to see Rob Zombie. And Rob Papa Zombie. John. Yeah. Right. You just picture that, right? Yeah, that's yeah. probably the funniest. Uh, Rip Taylor? Uh, I don't know. Uh, who? Rip Taylor? Rip Taylor? That's a, yeah, I look, I'd, I'd like to see Rip Taylor as Papa John. Throw <laughs> confetti on the pizza, right? <laughs> the confetti's made of uh, chili pepper flakes. This is Mike's, oh, hold on. <laughs> oh, wait, get back in here. Get back in here. Mike, did you hear Mike Francesa, who's the sport? All right, take it easy on your phone. Did you hear Mike Francesa's interview with Coach Rick Pitino today? Rick Pitino was convinced Papa John had it out for him. Yeah. So he thinks that, like, Papa John was trying to, like. Yeah, he, he's sort of paranoid, and, and Papa John had some sort of a vendetta, vendetta against him. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's how he lost his job in Louisville. Well, did he lose his job because he had diarrhea while they were closing a game? That's the only way I could think Papa John had any control over his, uh, of anything that affected Rick Bettino. Yeah. Hey. He said, Coach, I had diarrhea. Rick, Rick, I made you your favorite pizza. I kept hoping for a Francis to talk, talk about Papa John on the field at the Super Bowl. That's what you want to hear, Mike? <laughs> yeah. Mike? That one's a good one. Mike? <laughs> you want to hear it? Yes, I do. Mike? Yes. And one thing for Peyton. Peyton, the first guy you kiss can't be Papa John, okay? And listen, this is a big moment. First of all, I have no idea why Papa John's on the field. Shame on the NFL for having him on the field. But if you're Peyton Manning, you have enough money, the first guy you kiss can't be Papa John, okay? It can't be. And if I see that as a commercial, I'll throw up. <laughs> enough. You make enough money. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John after the game. And one thing for Peyton. Okay, I guess it's Peyton. Peyton. It plays on a loop. I'll leave it going all night long. So, of course, you know, he, he found a sympathetic ear as, uh, you know, somebody who, who might also agree to be against Papa John. The the enemies of Papa John are stacking up, Mike. They are. They are. Right? Yeah. I'm going to say this. I really feel like Rob Zombie as the first Papa John <laughs> would be the single greatest. If I saw that, I would eat ten Papa John's meals consecutively. I would have... That's a death sentence. I would have... All right, what's up, what's up with your phone? <laughs> it beeps every time you say something. What is that? Your boom? Is that is that your? Yeah, I think I think my face hit the phone, or maybe I'm part robot. And look, I'm going to give you credit. I could tell you're moving at a fast level. You even just said that you even you quoted a thing I played maybe once on the the soundboard <laughs> of of uh, Coach uh, Krasuski saying. <laughs> And then he came up to me and he said, "Coach, I have diarrhea," which was there was a during an a, during a college basketball game, a player ran off the court, and then everybody's like, "Coach, why did he run off the court?" He's just like, uh, "He came, Bobby came up to me and said, Coach, I have diarrhea.'" 
way he's, sell, he's selling a child low. out. A yeah, child. Yeah, yeah. Right? They didn't go. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was low. They didn't right. go too in depth with. Uh, didn't Rick Pitino uh, get caught having sex in the back of a restaurant or something? <laughs> there was something like that. There was something like that. They didn't yeah. go too deep into that. But he's got a book out. He's peddling, and uh, he, he found a sympathetic ear in Mike Francesa. One time, I was when I was writing for uh, uh, ba- ba- basketball uh, magazines. Right? Yeah. They said to me, "We got a job for you. You're gonna. F- we'll put you on a plane." I'm like, I like the sound of this already. Mm-hmm. You're gonna fly to Orlando. Two guys. On the Boston Celtics, the Celtics were playing in Orlando that night. Mm-hmm. You fly down in the morning, you get in a cab, you go right to the arena where the where the Orlando Magic are practicing. An NBA representative is going to meet you there. You're going to get in a limo, and you're going to interview Paul Pierce and Antoine Walker, and ask them about their favorite books. <laughs> as they take a limo ride over to yeah. Universal Studios uh-huh. where they will do where they will read from the cat in the hat <laughs> with a bunch of kids yeah. <laughs> in attendance and I show up at the thing I get the t- I get out of the I fly land take a cab to the arena I'm like here we go I'm going to do this <laughs> I get to the arena I can hear the practice going on Rick Pitino is the coach of the Celtics at this point. Mm-hmm. And they're like a game out of the playoffs now with like two weeks to go. Like they're barely hanging on. I hear Rick Pitino screaming at these guys. Like I've never heard anyone scream at uh-huh. anyone in my entire life. Yeah. I've never heard somebody. Grown men. I've yeah. never heard somebody just <laughs> dress down yeah. fellow adults yeah. the way he was <laughs> screaming at these players. Mm-hmm. They come out. They just are in such a bad mood because they were just screamed at for two hours. Mm-hmm. They get in the limo. They're so mad. I immediately start sweating. The mm-hmm. sweat starts pouring down my face. You, you'd think I had a faucet on the back of my neck <laughs> the way it was pouring down. And now I got to ask these guys, so what are your favorite books? <laughs> and the do you remember any particular lines that Patino? I remember. I know, he was just cursing. Uh, just cursing. Just, I just yeah. remember nonstop. It was through doors. It was like the oh. door. The practice oh, okay. was closed. I could not see it. Oh. He was yelling so loud. Mm-hmm. It was coming through the gym doors that I was not right next to even. Wow. So an NBA rep is at the thing, and she was just like, she's there. She's like, all right, we're going to go do the reading. We'll do the thing with the kids, and then. Paul Pierce and Antoine Walker, who were both young players at that point, go, you guys never put us on the cover of these NBA magazines. They started immediately complaining to the – so you put Steve Nash on the cover of every one of these things. You don't put us on anything. Uh-huh. She goes, well, you know, if the team – if you had a winning record, you, we could start to put you on the cover of magazines. <laughs> but Steve Nash is on a winning team. can't put – and now these guys are more mad. And they're like, you got to talk to this guy about the books. <laughs> And I'm holding a tape recorder, like, like my hand shaking. So I'm telling you, drenched. <laughs> so you go, what are your favorite? You guys have a favorite book? 
<laughs> one guy goes, yeah, I forget which one. I think Paul Pierce is like, yeah, I like reading books about business. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, <laughs> he just like shot me down. Yeah, and yeah. then I think like, I think, I can't remember which guy said which. And then the other guy just like, yeah, I like mysteries. <laughs> like giving me literally yeah. nothing to go on. Uh-huh. Then we get to the reading. And then they're just like in the limo. They're just like, we want McDonald's. Where's McDonald's? <laughs> Let's find a McDonald's. And we get to Universal Amusement Park. Go in. The kids are there. Antoine Walker puts on one of the cat in a hat hats. And they do a reading. Then he comes up to me with the cat in a hat hat. He goes, hey, sorry, we were uh, a little rough to you in there. He actually apologized. <laughs> but don't worry, guys. I wrote my article. I got my... One hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> for for that day. Yeah, big time journalism. Big time, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I get it. I don't know how that ties with Rick Patino. <laughs> I had a Rick Patino story. It was a good one. Yeah. Thanks for the call. Mike. <laughs> Who should be Papa John, Mike? Who, if they're going to recast Papa John in the commercial like the way the Colonel has been recast? Uh huh. I'm trying to think. Claire, anyone? You're like um, Paul Rudd. You think Paul Rudd? <laughs> that's a big. That's a big swing. You think he's going to sign on right off the? They better be sliding a mountain of money over to Paul for him to just be like. Mm. I think we. You might have to click down the. Uh, well, if Paul Rudd ever gets to the point where he becomes like Papa John, well, <laughs> he, he's like you know the spot, the mascot for like a a mattress biz, local mattress business. Okay, or you know if so, any, if anything goes awry yeah. in his career, I'm going to say that would not be one thing goes awry in his career. Sure, <laughs> there probably has to be about eight things that happen to where Paul Rudd, current mattress salesman. Is finally like this uh, Papa John thing looks pretty sweet. <laughs> sure could use. And let me say this also: that dude who got dragged for working at the Trader Joe's. Yeah, well, last I, night. I that's insane. Get that, you know. Well, first Somebody. of all, that guy was on divorce. I were I, I that guy was in three episodes of divorce. I worked mm-hmm. with that. I met that guy on set and everything. Yeah. He's a really funny guy. Right. He so just he works in between jobs, right? What's the big do? deal? I was on a TV show a year and a half ago. It's not uh-huh. like he's, but they just got it. It's like you can't win in a way. It's just like, like if he did say if he's if he got caught doing something illegal for money, then he would get blasted. Right. Guy goes and gets a job and does what every other human does when you need to stay afloat and work, and you work. I, I you know I saw it on the news, but I, I didn't look up how he got blasted. I mean. You know, I don't. I, yeah, I don't. I, quite, I don't understand well, why you're like blasting a guy because in, like they're they're, he's not in show business yeah. anymore, right? Like, yeah, look yeah. at him with the. But the thing is, he is. Right. He was on divorce. He was on divorce. That was 2016. Right. Right. Next yeah. thing you know, I'm going to see a thing about comedian Claire O'Kane, the <laughs> butcher. <laughs> right. You were a butcher. Yeah. Oh, not even. I was a meat monger. Meat monger. Yeah. What's that? The person who sells the meat. So you were selling the meat? I was slinging the meat. You weren't slicing it? At some point they let me slice it. Uh-huh. I moved my way up from a dishwasher. Uh-huh. 
to the meat monger to a blood drainer <laughs> to a meat monger to a meat monger yeah they sound like biker gangs <laughs> right the blood drainers the dishwashers the blood drainers the meat mongers it's like a warriors remake no but it's the thing like if you're doing it on the way up you work if you're yeah. doing it, if you hit a stretch where it's not going your way and you got to work, you work. Right. Hustle. Right, Pat? Yeah. You get it. He's got multiple hustles. Yeah. In case one goes down, he's got another one right behind yeah. it. They're going to drag that guy as if they're trying to shoot. Look at him in the dirty shirt. And the other thing is just like, he's at a Trader Joe's in a dirty shirt. As if, like, he, like, what's that mean? Like, a, as if he's sleeping in his Trader Joe's uniform? Yeah. But, but even the people that were in support of this guy yeah. that were tweeting out the, yeah. the article link or the picture. Yeah, they just like, keep the thing alive. You know, you, you still, like, Mindy pointed this out to me as, as, she, as we were talking about it yesterday. Like, these people don't need <laughs> to, to keep including the photo. No. Keep, like, <laughs> even if you're like, we yeah. should be support. Like even if they're Stop. having the conversation that we're having right now, like you don't need to keep using the photo. He doesn't want it, this. At some point, it doesn't help. Yeah. Just... And Mindy knows photos. Why? Because he put on a few pounds. Is that is that what the the, the bad thing about the photo is? No, it's just that no. he's he's a little heavier than he was. I just think he looked like he was. They made him look like he was like. Okay, they mean, they're, they're trying to imply like he's living on the street or something about it. Which look, if, yeah. they, if you end up yeah. on the street, I'm, yeah. that's a horrible thing. Yeah. But it's just like it's it was looking for something where there was like literally nothing yeah. there. I applied to Trader Joe's. I didn't get it. And well. I've been on Viceland. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ever heard of it? Did you say that at the Trader Joe's thing? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, yeah, I shouldn't have said you that. You probably huh? shouldn't have led with that. In yeah. terms, you probably should have led with enthusiasm for working <laughs> at Trader. Not just like, you guys know I have other things I'm going to be doing <laughs> that have nothing to do with your dumb store. Yeah. You should still show up at that Trader Joe's just in a Hawaiian shirt and just be like, what? I'm just hanging out. I'm just hanging <laughs> Yeah. I'm here to help. Hey, where are the macadamia? Uh, like, the coconut... <laughs> <laughs> I've never been into Trader Joe's. I always thought like Trader Joe's was like upscale, you know, like uh, Whole Foods. It is. It so is. it's I mean, you know, it's like it's clo- mean, it's close to Whole. Foods. It's not like they showed him working at uh, Shoprite or uh, Mike. God forbid a Quick Check, Mike. If this guy was a Quick <laughs> stop Check, stop and shop. I got no look. Stop and shop. Yes, maybe stop and shop. I'd be concerned about him. Yeah. If I saw him at Stop and Shop, I would be like, we need to all collectively help this guy. <laughs> But, yeah, Trader Joe's is upscale, Mike. Yeah. You got to go into a Trader Joe's sometime. Mm-hmm. Right? I, feel, I feel like I'd have to get dressed up just to go inside. <laughs> yeah. Trader Joe's, like, weirdly, like, one of those, like, understocked store. Like, mm-hmm. you're just like, there's so much empty space to roll really, your yeah. cart through. Uh-huh. It's very curated, <laughs> Trader Joe's. Uh-huh. Good I snacks, though. Really good snacks. You know where they keep the snacks, Mike? This is no. the best part. Yeah. Frozen above the frozen food. Above, so yeah. The snacks are cool. Oh, really? You go, you look at some frozen fish. But, but and you have you to be tall go, to reach the stuff. You can reach. Oh, okay. Don't worry. <laughs> I got ladders. 
they get, you don't need a wet. It's not, they're not stacked. It's not, a, it's not, not a, like a Home Depot or no, it's not Lowe's. American, no, it's not American Ninja. You're not running. It's accessible. Yeah. Uh-huh. Running across a foam, <laughs> a foam tightrope uh-huh. to get a, get some blueberry scone, mini blueberry icing, <laughs> iced blueberry scones. Uh-huh. Snacks are so good at Trader Joe's. Right, okay. You know what though? I'm going to say this. Don't go. Because I'm going to say this. If you go and you get a taste for these Trader Joe snacks, <laughs> next thing all I'm going to hear. I know it's real bad those mini scones <laughs> for Trader Joe's. Those would be nice. I, I, I've well, never I'm, passed one. I, I mean, they're not, they're out of my area. Both, right. you know. You want me to take North your Trader Joe's? You fishing? Central Jersey. Is has, you fishing? Hasn't penetrated Central Jersey. Yeah. My, other no stomping, Trader Joe's. my other stomping ground. There's not a Trader Joe's in Bayonne. No, oh, they not would, yet. We're getting I'll a Costco, you, though. You drop a Trader Joe's in Bayonne, they'll, they'll send that place packing yeah. in 10 days. <laughs> I'm seeing Trader Joe's uh, will wave the flames. surrender flag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just be like. Seeing a lot of Aldi's coming you know, up. Yeah. That's, that's, that's an up-and-comer. Aldi, yeah. Yeah. Big so, mystery. Been, been in one of those. Yeah. You go in Aldi, you don't know what they're going to have. You go to Aldi, that you looks go mysterious. The, you go in the frozen food aisle, you might leave with some lawn furniture. <laughs> or you might get some frozen food. I went in my first big lots. You ever go into one of those? Yeah. Oh, that's a weird joint. Yeah. <laughs> weird Why? What do you Before mean? Before you well, said you, it. You come in and it's all yeah. of a sudden you're like in somebody's huge living yeah. room. It's with, it? the, yeah. with the... The, with the fake leather couches, and yeah. you got a bypass that. I was just looking for envelopes. They had some. What's wrong? You don't need a giant, uh, <laughs> giant bag of, of dog food and a Kenny Rogers CD, three ninety nine Kenny Rogers CD, and like an old fashioned rotary phone cord, mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> a watermelon candle. Yes, a watermelon candle, big. Big flower pot, like a decorative flower <laughs> pot that, like, it just made out of like it looks like rusted metal. You don't need that, and then just like the one bed that they sell there, it's just like, hey, we got a bed. It's got some Anybody stains needs on a it. bed. You need to buy a bed. We sell a bed here. Uh-huh. Hey, I just thought of my uh, ideal Papa John, but he's no longer among the living. Who's that? Patrick Swayze. That'd be a pretty good yeah, Papa John. Yeah, yeah. Right? You mean, assuming he was still alive. Yeah. You think he switches around. You know the ultimate Papa John is, I'm going to say right now, Rob Schneider. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. They got Rob, Rob Schneider would yeah. be uh-huh. right in their price. That right makes at, the most Their sense. price point would be just like, the commercial would like show him from behind be like, We've had some trouble at Papa John's over the years. But don't worry, there's a new Papa John. He turns around. Hi, it's me, Rob Shiner. I'm Papa John now. People be just like, ugh. That's the most Papa John move Papa John's could make. Getting Rob Schneider to become Papa John. <laughs> you're, you're having a good time tonight. Yeah, I am. I am. Right? Yeah. It's good. It's nice when Claire is here, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, nice. A nice vibe. Claire's vibe. always funny. <laughs> you know when I met Claire, Mike? No. At a museum. Nice. 
Well, must be nice to go to a museum. All right, take it, take it easy. <laughs> it was free. It was, yeah. First of all, <laughs> it was not a real museum. It was a Stanley Kubrick exhibit oh, okay. at a museum. Yeah. That's is that's the kind of museum stuff I'm going to. Where it's just like, man, there's movie stuff at this thing. Maybe I can see the baby. The I can see the typewriter from The Shining will be at it. Like. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm at the museum, and I'm, uh, <laughs> let me check out some of the things at the museum from the movie. <laughs> like, I never made it to that Rolling Stones exhibit. Where was no. that? Wasn't that in I Brooklyn? That. Yeah. Or someplace? Where? I didn't go to that. I didn't or go David to the, Bowie? I didn't, I didn't go to the David Bowie one. Me neither. I didn't want to, I didn't want to. I heard it was not that good. But what are you going to look at? His pants? <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's it. These are his pants, his Let's Dance pants. Mm -hmm. When when you see all that. Okay. Oh, there's the Charity Warren (laughs) thing. When you see all that stuff, I've seen some of that stuff at Hard Rock places, Mm -hmm. you know. It it looks chintzy and cheap, doesn't it? I mean, it always looks that way. It looks better on a body. Then you just see it hanging there. It looks like, really? That's it? You know, that's Prince's... uh, Purple rain outfit, <laughs> yeah. you know. It's like it looks so cheap. You just see the thing, and then all you go is go. Oh, he's, he's shorter than thought he. Oh, he's tall. <laughs> like when you go to the Arc Light mm-hmm. in L.A. Sometimes they got cool stuff. In no, but but the, that uh, I was gonna say that's as good. Yes. as any of the thing. There's this movie yeah. theater, the Arc Light. You walk in, and when you go to buy a ticket, they just have a few cases of outfits from whatever's playing in the theater they actually yeah. have there and you're just okay. like well that's enough i think that would yeah. that's like uh. that's a good enough bonus thing yeah. as if you went to a museum real fast mm-hmm. oh it's uh tanya harding i tanya it's the skating outfit from uh i tanya oh look at that oh it's uh david they lose suit from phantom thread yeah oh wow look at that mm-hmm. and it's just like man eh, i saw that <laughs> Yeah. Well, he came up to me and says, Coach, I got diarrhea. <laughs> uh, to a reporter, yeah. he came up to me and said, Coach, I have diarrhea. Yeah. He just didn't even say, Coach, I have mm-hmm. to go to the... Yeah. Like, <laughs> have to be <laughs> to the bedroom. weirdly specific. Mm-hmm. So, Mike, apmike.bandcamp.com. Are the orders coming in? They're coming in. It's, uh, People are pumped about this calendar. People huh? are pumped. I'm uh, I'm offering special. Uh, if you give if you leave your uh, birth date, I will include a special uh, birthday message on your your date. Oh, so you'll write it on yeah, yeah, the yeah. actual day yeah, on the yeah. calendar. That's an exciting. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I wonder where you got it. <laughs> yeah, it's my idea. <laughs> I do have another marketing uh, thing. Pedals again. Pedals us as if it's his idea. (laughs) Last week was my idea. No, I heard it last week. I I didn't want to say anything. I brought the calendar in for Claire. (laughs) I I wanted to try and get a marketing thing going where people, you know, the guests would just come in and say what their favorite month is. Just sort of. I like March. March. March is good. You like March. Okay. Okay. And that's my birthday month, too, so it it felt Try and get a favorite month Mm -hmm. trending on Mm. Twitter. You know, yeah. boost sales. Yeah. Boost sales. <laughs> this calendar is already making me sick. I already don't like it. <laughs> yeah, boost sales. Mm-hmm. Calm down. I'm using some of the my marketing team jargon. Well, I'm going to say this. First of all, apmike.bandcamp.com. You check it out. You get the calendar. 
there is also the uh again the von elmo documentary is great you should see that it's at the anthology archives is that what it is right i said it before Mm-hmm. Yes, it's at the Anthology Film Archives Thursday, September 6th. Future Language, The Dimensions of Von Elmo is uh, one of my favorites. Made a pretty much perfect album, and he's a New York weirdo like no other. And Laurie Felker made a great documentary about him, so go check that out. And then, last but definitely not least, our friend Pat Byrne, this Friday night, Comic to watch at the Brick Theater, Pat. The Brick Theater, and uh, it's at eleven with Josh Gondelman. And that is this Friday night. And if people want to see Connor O'Malley, he's in the show beforehand, so you can get a twofer going. <gasps> oh, that is that's a that sounds like a double feature that yeah. you can't twofer. miss. Get a twofer right? Friday. Yes. And Claire O'Kane, what are you up to? What's going on now? The album is called Let It Be. Let it be. It's very funny. Tanks. What did you say? Tanks. I was like. Thank, huh. Thanks. Thanks. I was like. No, it's great. And it's on. People can get it. It's on actual LP vinyl mm-hmm. through um, a special thing. Mm-hmm. Which they're over at what? A special thing.com? I believe ASTrecords.com or something like that. Yeah. Google it. I'm looking at this. I'd like to thank my dear friends. Mm. Oh, Someone's no. missing. That's fine. It covers the, all the bases. That's yeah, friends. Okay, I'm in there. That's nice. I'm a friend. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so people. <laughs> oh, your friends. Okay. Uh-huh. No, thank you for the thank you on that. I appreciate I that. Put, I put Lance Bangs' name. In oh, I saw name. that. Oh no, you're specific with that. That's <laughs> that's great. Um, I remember him at that Stanley Kubrick exhibit, though. I remember you were there and you were just like, what are all these movies? And I was like, let me tell you about Stanley Kubrick. (laughs) And then I talked for seven hours about Dr. Strangelove. And you were like, gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) You're just like, and I was like, I didn't start, I didn't even get a chance to tell you about Paths of Glory yet. (laughs) Sit down, Padwan, and study <laughs> as I do my endless lecture. Which is your favorite? I think guys could probably guys could probably run Stanley Kubrick. That has to be the number one thing that a guy could just go. Blah, 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 or Quentin right? Tarantino. You think it would be Quentin Tarantino? Who would be the one that a dude could just talk about with never with no end in sight? I think Quentin Tarantino. You think Quentin Tarantino? Yeah, yeah. the more obnoxious fans, yeah. Yeah. Or Kevin Smith. Or Kevin Smith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I st- I, I, yeah, I can't believe that comic book man. I, I kind of put one of those on the other day. I was like, uh-huh. what is this? How is this thing still going? Look, Mike. You know? I figured it out. Yeah, he, he I've been did. banging my head against the wall trying to figure he one did. of these things. This guy found ten. This guy keeps stepping. He keeps finding lottery tickets. More power to him. Yeah. He keeps doing it. Gets a thing where he opens a comic book store. He turns a he opens a store. He turns it into a TV show. Yeah. Like I said, this I said this this is, this could be an episode of from two thousand two of the show, and I was <laughs> moaning about it then. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never understand it. I can only admire it. Yeah, no, you gotta. Nice guy. 
I met him once. I'm sure he's a nice guy. Mike, Mike's been in one of his movies. Did Mike he stop in... talking? I mean, talk about somebody who just goes on and on. Mike was in uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Really? Yeah. Because get this. Mike used to... Mike used to... Bust his beans. Yeah, Mike used to... Online, Mike was one of these... He beat his bees? Mike was one of the... Yeah. Mike beat his bees. Mike was one of these guys giving him a hard time online. In the forums? And yeah. And you know what View Mike... Askew. On view skill, and then I you know, be up on that. Then you know what Mike <laughs> said. Then then Kevin Smith said, "Hey, why don't you be in the movie?" And Mike's in the comic book store in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. That was That's a smart amazing. movie. He neutralized me. Yeah, he exactly. He, he neutralized <laughs> oh, yeah. me. Yeah, you know? he took you right off the yeah, market. No, I, I give him credit. And you and for, folded. And, and you for, folded. Yeah, I did. You and, folded and like a for, cheap camera. For some, uh, I don't think I ever did that. Like yeah, faulty lawn chair. Like a faulty lawn chair. Yeah. And you know what the other thing he did was? That's how he met me. He was on <laughs> the the best show message board, and I was saying on it, and this is something you'll appreciate because you're a big fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was talking about how much I love Dinosaur Jr. Mm-hmm. And what's Mike do? Yeah, they suck. He's, wow. He's, he's posting up and down about how these guys are no good and everything. And I started like I think I like argued with him once yeah, or twice. Yeah. yeah. And then you challenged me. Yeah. Then there call was in. like then call we yeah, then 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 we were between call screeners. Matt left, and then Mike's like, "Yeah, I'll do it." Two thousand, and then I turn around. It was thirteen years ago. <laughs> this guy's been here for thirteen years doing this, but it started. It started with with you stirring the pot. Yeah. Yeah. This guy likes Dinosaur Junior. I'm gonna unload on him. Mike. There's not that much thinking that goes into it. I just kind of would just like yeah. think yeah. of something. And just, oh, I didn't think trolling. there was a whole lot of thought going into it. Don't worry. <laughs> trolling yeah, you're a troll. Yeah. It was, wow. It was and no uh, grand plan. But I'm going to say this, Mike. Claire's a huge Dinosaur Jr. fan. Uh-huh. Not just a run-of-the-mill fan with the records uh-huh. and the yeah. shirt. You know what she has? No. The emojis. Really? They okay. got emojis. Yeah. Wow. Two I'll bucks. S- I'll say a thing to Claire... And then you know what I get in response? Jay Maskus emoji. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, so you want to come on the best show? That'd be cool. And then it pops up and it's Lou Barlow giving like a thumbs up. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? wow. What do I have to pay? Do I have to pay four to get rid of the emojis? <laughs> so you don't have them anymore. No, because I got this new phone and it's not uh, compatible. Mm. I think they're uh, playing. Uh... Oh, geez. What a. <laughs> What a bummer. I think they're playing White Eagle Hall. I think they are. They are. I'm trying to go into that. If anybody can hook me up with a job, tickets to that concert, and can't buy my album. Yes. That'd be great. So, buy your album, give you a job. Mm Mm-hmm. Give me tickets. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Give me backstage VIP tickets to Dinosaur Jr., let me say, you really want to go backstage at that show? Not really, no. <laughs> that's, 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 that's I know. Like, I feel like I know yeah, what that's like. We're going to go backstage. Yeah, I'm sure Jay will just be holding court, <laughs> just just telling stories, and everybody will be, oh, tell us another. It's like he'll be hiding in a corner. There'll be three guys hiding in three different corners. And you'll just suddenly be like, I uh, don't think I want to be back here. And you have yeah. to like find a way to just extricate yourself from backstage I, I, I had full access at the they played central park one year mm-hmm. and i had a connect there 
and I had a uh, full access and I went backstage and basically I just did like a walkthrough. It did, you know, I wasn't going to grab people, and, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Yeah, what are you going to tell them about how you don't like their music and how you regularly? Uh, I came to appreciate them, you Uh know. I think, you know, at the time I had just listened to one of their albums and, I don't know, it just wasn't holding up for me. And then you sort of talked me down. You might like uh, Jay Maskus solo stuff. Yeah. I've heard some of that. It's a little more ding, 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 So stuff that you like. Yeah. And then, of course, I saw him at uh, the Stone Pony. Mm-hmm. Which was bizarre because they opened for uh, Primus, you know, and uh, I felt like they were given a short set. And then mm-hmm. Primus comes out with all their. Have you ever seen them? And no, I haven't. An accidental, no. What do you think? An, ex- <laughs> an accidental. But I mean, they they go all out with lots yeah. of videos, and yeah. cool. I mean, mm-hmm. it was uh, it was something to see. I mean, yeah. I'd never go out yeah. of my way to see it, but. It was just. Do you, is there a version of it where I can see it but don't have to hear it? Oh, I'm sure there are YouTube uh, videos. I could just leave watch with the sound off. Well, maybe yeah, turn sure. the sound down and just watch all the. You like Primus, stuff. right, Claire? I don't think so. <laughs> what song did they do? <laughs> my name is Mud. My name is Mud. Yeah, that's the only one I know. My name is Mud. All bass <laughs> and a weird guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I'm opening for Jawbreaker again. Oh. In October. Mm-hmm. People can see and that. Where's that? At the Fillmore in San Francisco. That's cool. Yeah, hoping to get one of those trippy posters. The Fillmore. That's where. Psychedelic. A few years ago, uh, someone I know was playing the Fillmore. I was in San Francisco at the time. Uh, punk legend uh, Patty Smith, and <laughs> I ran a fun story. I ran into <laughs> an elevator about a week and a half after my father died and yeah, I, and I saw you then too super confused i did i see you i ran then? into you bef- before you made a oh, fool right. of yourself and i was this is <laughs> see this is the missing piece to the whole thing did i t- i told you i was going to go talk to her right yeah you said i s- keep seeing her and you could have stopped me uh-huh you let it happen you said i think i'm going to say something <laughs> if i see her again yeah and then you should have said don't do that <laughs> Did you have backup lines? I mean, were there like, were you... Mike. Were there a couple lines? I thought I was home free with my <laughs> humble you pie th- line. You thought that was... I, that Mike, was I, the, thought, I thought I had the, no. the magic. No. Like, this, she's going to hit, no. she's going to hit the, the, the freeze button on this <laughs> elevator. We're going to stop between floors and talk about humble pie. Because you were there, because you were performing at night, I yeah. remember. You were yeah. part of the... The festival. The edgy comedian show. What? Right? It was kind of like <laughs> cool comedians. Yeah. You and all the rest of them. Right? All the cool comedians. Mm. I've never been a part of the cool crowd. Nice. I'm fine with that. You're cool. I'm not so cool. That's okay. It's okay. We all can't be. If I'm cool... And you're cool. Then there's then there's no such thing as cool. Yeah. Somebody has to be outside the circle. Mm-hmm. I'll gladly be outside the circle if it means you get to be cool. But then you got to be in like the Ted Cruz circle. Then you're in a circle with like <laughs> Papa John, Ted Cruz. Uh-huh. Yeah, cool. Cool, cool people might Rick be a holes, uh-huh. but at least uh-huh. you'd be cool. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So I'm in just a group that's just like. So there's not just an outside the bubble where it's just like, you're all right. No. It's, it's, it's either you're bubbles. in the cool bubble. Or you're not. Or you're just 
straight up Papa John Ted Cruz. Or you're dead. Or you're dead. So there's no... So there's only three. Cool. Not Ted cool. Cruz. <laughs> dead. Uh-huh. Well, I guess I'm Ted Cruz. I guess that's where I'm at. I guess you're like, what's his face? Beto. I'm Beto. And I'm Ted Cruz. Can't you, win, Mike. I give you more as a Brent Musburger. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst thing anyone's ever said to me. That's literally no, the no. worst thing I've ever but heard. But he's still around. He's still around. I heard him on the way in tonight. Brent Musburger's still out there. He's still broadcasting. Another one of these weirdos that like lives in it. it like hey, a, he's back to radio. He, yeah. yeah, I don't think they put him on TV Where much like, anymore. It lives in Las Vegas. Yeah, like one yeah. of those guys. Like I need to be near the action. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, let's let's take this final call. Then we will say goodnight. Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. This is uh, Pat from Philly. Pat from Philly. What's up, Pat? Um. Well, I had a. Old topic I was going to bring up, but in the, as I've been on hold, I figured I'd throw a couple for Papa John following that. All right, yeah, let's hear you. You're here with me and Claire O'Kane. What do you got? Hey, Claire. Um, I was thinking someone from Bon Jovi, Richie Sambora. You think mm-hmm. Richie Sambora would be a good Papa John? I think he'd take the gig, first of all. Oh, um, yeah. No, then, I, don't, I don't think that's up for discussion. I don't think they're going to be like, we just heard from Richie Sambora's <laughs> agent. He has no interest in playing Papa John in this commercial. Yeah. He'll play it. So you say Richie Sambor and who else? Um, John Elway popped in. Hmm. John Elway? Yeah. I just, I just don't like the guy for some reason. No, he seems like... Look, oh, I'm outside the circle with him and Ted... It's like me, John Elway... Who's that? Papa John and Ted Cruz. Who's John Elway? No, who's that actor who's oh. a Republican who's like fiercely conservative on Twitter? This James Woods. James Woods is also in oh, that cool. circle. Oh, cool. That's a great circle we're in. Yeah. Who else? Alec Baldwin. Woods. Oh, Alec Baldwin would be a good one. Is he outside with us? Yeah. Alec Baldwin would be a good Papa John, though. I'm Papa John, and I want to tell you. About our, and also, how cheap are these pizzas? What's your thing? Four dollar, five dollar pizza. Five dollar, what's this thing made of? <laughs> it's like, there's like, it's actually like two, two and a half pounds of consumable something. Mm-hmm. And it's five dollars. <laughs> it's like, you can't, it, there's gotta be some, something's off on that for, for anything to be edible that costs that little. And is like hot and made to order. They're cut, there's some place where, where they're cutting corners. And they bring it to you. And they bring it to you. <laughs> yes. You don't even go get it. <laughs> One time I did order, I was like watching football and I was just like, they had a commercial. I'm just like, I was like, hey, it's the new Domino's. Like, it's different now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so I go online and order this thing. And it ends up costing like $26 for them to bring like a thing. And it was the worst pizza I ever had in my life. Yeah. Such a sucker. I'm just like, well, this, this new Domino's, this looks, this should be something else. Mm-mm. And then it's just like the same mushy, <laughs> cakey kind of pizza. It's like dough. Mm-hmm. Like, 
over like too much dough. They did make their boxes more. I think that's what they did. They, sturdy. That's, that's what they it. should have just said. Hey, at Domino's, we've got new boxes. <laughs> <laughs> same terror. New boxes. Same pizza. I wish I could see a montage of myself getting handed every pizza I've ever been delivered. <laughs> that. I like that. Like, a that lot. is the. That would be the greatest. Could you imagine the door opening? The outfits I have on. Every time like the door opens and you get a pizza delivered. Different times of day. And then, like, I see, I'm I'm a bald guy, so I get to see like my hair leave as well. As the pizza shows up over and over. <laughs> Were you a guy who had like a huge head of hair? I had like curt hair. Like, I went for the curt cut, like, yeah. unplugged. So you were just full on, like, my hair is, there's so much of it. Right? Yeah, I mean, that was, I was the guy, I had a cardigan in high school in my hair, you know, because nobody else knew about Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Know? No, I'm just asking you, and I'm not, I'm just curious. When you go from having all of that hair to, like, being somebody who doesn't have hair, when is the moment where you realize it's like, Oh no, I'm gonna not only have all of the hair I had, I might don't have none of it. I mean, you start going down, you, you get out of the shower and you start to notice. Um, but then you slowly, you have a choice, you gotta cut it. Someone's gonna tell you to cut it, first of all, and that hurts. And then you become, uh, you, you start walking, you have a choice to be like a porn star guy. <laughs> uh huh. Or a hat prisoner, which is like the edge. Of just rocking the hat. Like Steve Vai, yeah. And I'm in a band, too, so it's rough. Like a cap? You ever try, like, a ski cap? I've tried them all, man. Skull, like the skull? Yeah, like a tight skull cap? Yucko. No? I think he's the only one that's pulling a tight skull cap. What about a a big cowboy hat? (laughs) I would, but I'm also real tall. Okay. So, like, a big hat doesn't really work with me. Because you knew where is a big cowboy hat, and I wonder what's going on on top of his head. It's the Astro exactly. Creep. You know. Rob Zombie. Right. The original Papa John. Yeah. Well, the original rock in the ball cap is uh, Mike Love. Right. I mean, these are the co- this is the company. You know, it's tough. Yeah, it's like me outside the cool circle. So there's the bald circle. <laughs> yeah. The cool there's circle. There's only so many types, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just looking at this like... You'll get right in a Corgan. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm in the Corgan camp. Is Corgan inside the cool circle? Yeah, he's the only overlap of the cool and bald... Balding circle. So I'm like knocking on the cool thing. I'm like, Claire. Hey, Claire. <laughs> Not bald enough. Remember me? <laughs> hey, Claire, it's Tom. I don't want to come in. I just want to say hi. Let me tell you about Barry Lyndon some more. <laughs> you got to understand, those natural lighting for the thing. He's really trying to capture the period. And the, they didn't do any of the... No. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Let me tell you all about it. Sit down. Okay. You were a great caller on the way out. I'm going to say this. You're on to something with the idea of seeing every pizza. Yeah, make that. You got to make that. Recreate that. Like, go, like. That's so funny. That would be if you went and you dressed as yourself throughout your life. 
mm-hmm. receiving pizza after pizza. You you have a that's a great idea. Start with a wig. I'll see what I can do, Tom. Well, all right, all right. Thanks. Seems like an easy idea. Yeah. Now, Claire, okay. Yep. Thank you for coming. Thanks it's for always fun me. when you're here. Oh, it's it goes fun so to be here. It goes so fast. Wow. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's crazy. It's where the show's late now. Uh, yeah, All right, I'm we t- got to get it. You're yawning. <laughs> I'm tired. Okay. I'm tired. You'll be opening for Jawbreaker later in the year. Yeah, uh, well, uh, yeah, at the end of October. I forget. In San Francisco. 26th, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 25th, You'll be... You, you're out and about in New York doing stand-up. Doing stand-up. I'm in between uh, apartments, long story. And, okay. Uh, <laughs> Your album, though. The album's out. Album's out. Let it be. Yeah. Get the album. You will not regret it. And I say... I just want to say something to the people listening, if you don't mind. Go ahead. I'm going to take the floor for myself for a minute. That's okay. You know, it's, uh, it's September now, and we were, uh, summer is a, is a time where it's like the, the peak. It's hot. You're off. Brings back those memories of being a kid. It's your life again. It's like you get your life handed back to you when the summer comes and it's your time. It's nobody else's time. And it's just a couple months when you look at it and then you realize June becomes July. July becomes August. August becomes September and then Just as quickly as the summer rolled in, the summer drifts back away. And we watch it go away. And now you slide back into the responsibility and the things you have to do. Maybe not the things you want to do, but the things you have to do. And now you're on the hook with responsibility. And then you look at yourself and you're like, where did it all go? But you know what? It's not all bad. You know why? Because first of all, you're not sweating all the time. I hate summer with the sweating all over the place. Makes everything's a mess. 30 degrees is the line for me whether I start sweating or not. That's going out the window now. Now it's going to be cold. We'll all be cold. And yeah, maybe I'll sweat a little bit. I'll blame it on my jacket at that point. It'll be winter. At least I got a good excuse. I don't look like I got some weird glandular defect happening but you know what now it's a time you got fall coming and then it's nice because you know what also comes then haunted houses right and we all like haunted houses now amusement parks get turned into horror parks and that's always fun and it's good for acting and maybe the guy from the cosby show can get a job at the great adventure walking around as a vampire or something i don't know it's a great opportunity (laughs) for everybody and then you get halloween comes and then thanksgiving and you sit down and actually unless you're from canada you get thanksgiving then halloween 
come. It doesn't matter. That means snacks and good stuff. And then we're going to get through the fall. It's nice. We'll, we'll all be together. Keeping each other warm. Having fun. Enjoying our lives. Summer. Like Jim Morrison said, summer's almost gone. No, summer is more or less gone, I say. It's all pretty much what Jim Morrison said, but I say here it goes. And now we can all have fun getting ready to put on our our light jackets, our track jackets and whatnot to keep us going. It's not jacket jacket weather yet. And look, I don't like that either. I want to be wearing a jacket all the time? No. But I do want to be hanging out, looking up, trying to find a song on my computer, and telling you that we watch the fireworks. Oh! That show will be back next week.